Good day, mams and sirs. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Number Nine with Tommy podcast, brought to you by me and my tubby manservant, grubby, bland, disturbing, ground shaking with every step he's taking, guy loving, thigh rubbing, sitting to wipe on Tinder. No girl would swipe to the right, but he got lucky as fuck when he discovered his wife at his mom's house one night. Double down That's on a trust. buffet. Love the lady spray. Tommy fucking Washington, what's up? Dude, I am so excited for today's episode. We got special guest in the house. You'll hear from him later. Uh, special is the operative word. You can take that any way you'd like. <laughs> Pretty much mentally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Let's get it started. So, Pat, today I'm watching the Pat McAfee show. Shocking. Yeah. Um, best, best show besides ours on the internet right now. But uh, <clears throat> I'm watching it, and this guy, Meryl Hatch, comes on. You know what that is? Yeah, NFL football player. Yeah, he played for the uh, the Bears and the Steelers for a little while. But he wrote a book about CTE with the studies that Boston College came out with and basically broke down the analytics of it and uh, basically said that there's no scientific evidence that backs up that CTE is real based off numbers and actual studies and stuff like that. Uh, I haven't read the book, but I'm kind of intrigued to read it just based off what he said. Because I want to see, he said at one point during his interview that uh, you that there were some studies done that if you were in that kids in band showed more symptoms than kids that played full contact sports of CT. Is that because of the percussion, like that just the loud ass cymbals and drums and shit? Maybe, but you're not hitting your head on them. I know no, that, but that they're bringing in your ears. Yeah, I you know, like could could a. Uh, Grenade going off ten feet away also uh, give you CTE just from the. the I'm brain. not sure. I I have I no idea. That's what it is. I've never looked into it. But either way, um, so he starts talking about the coronavirus and the numbers, and uh, he brought up a good point that made me go through and research a lot about it. Uh, the denominator number. Everybody sees that there's five million cases in the United States right now, and that freaks everybody out. And so you look at the denominator of that number is 331 million people that are... The population. Yeah, population. So I went through and I did some math um, on all of these things. I did the United States and then I did the numbers that we have worldwide based on this website called... Uh, was it Worldwide Clock or something like that? Worldometers. World yeah, Worldometers. There's actually a lot of cool stuff on there. We can maybe do a segment after about some other cool shit I saw on there. Yeah, Worldometers is a bad... I've used Worldometers since uh, since this whole thing started, and it breaks down uh, country by country. It breaks down state by state. Um, yeah, but did you even look even further into Like, there's when we're going to run out of oil, when we're going to run out of coal, uh, coal uh, how many cigarettes are smoked in a day. Like, there's some crazy shit on there. No, I have not, like, I have not gotten lost, you know, like, Facebook style where you, like, watch one video, but then you end up watching 30 videos. Yeah. I have not done that on That was the very time taking a shit. But anyway, so, um, like I said, 5 million cases out of 328 million Americans. Pat, do you know the percentage on that? Ooh, hold on. Five. I'm going to say 0.9? No, 1.58%. No, it's close. Of the population has gotten the virus. Tested positive. Which is a skewed number because in the beginning, uh, 
they were saying before the testing was ready and available, they were saying anybody that had symptoms that were consistent with COVID. Right. Um, they had it. Yeah, that'll, that'll mess up that number. It'll also mess up, mess up the death totals, which I'm sure we'll get to. Um, it also is a skewed number because we haven't tested 100% of the people, which I'm sure we'll get to as well. Yes. So uh, out, of that five million, out of the 5 million cases, 163,000 deaths. Uh, that boils down to 3.2% of the people that have, in quotes, got gotten the virus, have died. Um, that doesn't break down. I, I didn't dive really deep into age brackets and stuff like that. But, and listen, I'm not saying any death is tragic. Um, I agree with that. Um, but to blow it out of such a proportion like it is in the media, depending on what news station or... Uh, where your new source you're using um some of them really like oh don't leave your house y'all gotta be afraid yeah uh that also doesn't account for when this whole thing started uh and i'm sure people remember hospitals were being incentivized to uh, essentially uh have covid deaths in their hospital they were getting extra resources um they also were claiming covid deaths for anybody with covid like symptoms which is a pretty broad spectrum, right? Like, so, so if you died of pneumonia at 91 years old, there are similarities to COVID. So you died of COVID and the hospital benefited from your death. So those numbers, while I'm sure are significantly more accurate than some other places, are still not very accurate. So, um, so then I dug a little bit deeper because I wanted to see a couple different things, right? Um, so I went and saw how many tests have been done uh, in in the United States, and I don't have that number in front of me. But when I did the math, it came up to twenty percent of the U.S. population has been tested. Um, that's one out of five. That's a that's a really good number. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so and then I was just think, thinking about this now. Um, I was just thinking about this now that if. <clears throat> So if they tested everybody, that would still only bring us up to three, six, seven and a half percent of Americans would test positive. Well, no, it wouldn't change the percentage at all. Oh, that would change good. the total, but it wouldn't change the percentage. Oh, that's a good point. Um, now, given this is it's it's a traveling thing, right? So, I'd be more interested. I wish I asked you to do this. I knew you were doing some research today while I was not doing some research today. Um, I wish I had said uh, when you checked the, like the percentage tested in America, which we know now is 20%, <laughs> I wish you did some other countries that are constantly in the news. You know, your France, your Italy, your China. Well, because I'd be curious how many of... Well, <laughs> first off, China has tested zero people and they are just arbitrarily throwing numbers out. So, so I guess there's no, no need to check that out. Well, so check out this China number, right? Because I saw it stay on the website. They have, their population is one4 billion people. Yeah. They've tested 90 million. Okay. Of that 90 million, only 84,000 confirmed cases. China, killing it over there. Yeah. Great job. The China virus. China, second greatest country on the earth, second only to, obviously, North Korea. Yeah. Um, but I did do this, Pat, because I was, and we're going to get this, so we did 20% of the U.S. pop. pop Population. Pop, pop, has, pop, population. Yeah. 
has been tested. So I did Brazil because Brazil is the next country in line with the uh, most number of cases. Also a sexy way to shave your bikini. Yes. And I'm surprised by how many people that live in Brazil. 212 million people. Yeah, that's a big number. Yeah, with 3 million confirmed cases. But when you go, they've done 13 million tests. When you break that number down, 6% of the population has been tested over there. So they've tested less than one-third of the number of people that we've tested. So going just off of that number. So Brazil is an easy one to pick because everybody's familiar with Brazil. We've all seen Brazil in headlines, whether it's good or bad. Um, So, okay, so they've tested less than a third of the number of people that we've tested. What's the total number of deaths in Brazil? 101,000. All right, so what's 101,000 of their total population? Half a percent. Okay. So that's deaths. And that's... So we would have to triple that now, right? Because they've, they've tested... Well, the percentage wouldn't change, right? Oh, well, yeah, so it would be... Yeah, I'm not changing the percentage. Let's stay with a half a percent, but let's triple the number of people that have died. Yeah, so it would be 300,000. 300,000 people. So what's 300,000 of their... 212? Yeah. Point seven. Point seven. And how many Americans have died? Uh, Percentage-wise? Out of the people we've tested? Yep. Or out of the 5 million cases? Yep. 3.2%. Okay, so we're... I mean, we're in the same ballpark. Yeah. Again, I, I don't have a... I'm trying to do... These are big numbers I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, this is what you get when you don't prepare, guys. Well, you're bringing up shit that I wasn't planning on talking about. Listen, I'm just trying... I'm trying to go apples for apples because... I think it's important when we talk about all these numbers, it's easy to just throw numbers out. But if we can compare numbers, um, because well, we constantly either hear that like we are, okay, so if let's, let's swing right. And like we have mastered this disease, we're controlling it, we're doing everything right, you know. Well, I'll tell you this. We've it's done, fake. We've done five times the amount of, uh, five times the amount of te- uh, tests. So, so a number like that. Okay, so perfect. Five times the number of tests. How many people are in Brazil? 212. So we have about 100 million more people. Okay, so even if... So let's, let's for cheaters sake, let's say we've only done three times the number of tests. That's still three times the number of tests. Um, so that kind of number makes me feel confident on like the right side of things. You know, that just like the coronavirus is fake. We're good. We've got it under control. But then the like the left side of things is you know like we are the worst country in the world at controlling this, which is why I think it's important to have some kind of basis of so even if we just compare it to one other country and we go look this country is performing uh, poorer than we are, then we can go okay well we're not the worst country in the world so everybody who's been saying that is wrong, and then if we compared it to you know another country and we said hey we're not doing as well as them then we can't be doing the best in the world. We don't fucking have it under control. So all of those people are wrong. So this is, and I just noticed this now too. So there's been 5 million cases, 5.2 million cases in the United States. Uh, There's only been 20.2 million cases worldwide. Yeah, so we take up more than 25%. Yeah, and there's uh, 215 countries on this list. Yeah. 200, so... Like, think about that. Well, I, again, that's a representation of the, the, the 
the number of tests that we are doing. Has yes. anybody tested, what, how many people have we tested? The actual number? Uh, 66 million. The only, <laughs> the only country that's tested more than us, Pat, China. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> the, the next so we've tested. I'm not counting China. China is officially yeah, off my. So map, the next country would be Russia, which has tested less than half the number of people that we've tested. Yes, and um, they have 892 uh, thousand cases and a population of 145 million. Um, so uh, listen, by those numbers, they're outperforming us. Russia is outperforming us, uh, strictly by the numbers. Which okay, so boom, there you go. We. We're, we had a leg up on Brazil. We are down on Russia. Get yeah, me. but so look at, uh, if you look at India, they've had, uh, they have 2.2 million confirmed cases and they've tested 24 million people. So that's 9.2% of people come back positive. And what's America testing at? Uh, 7.8, I believe. Let me double check. 7.9% of people tested come back positive. Okay, in a conversation I had yesterday morning, somebody told me that they saw on the news, the, the national media, that we had slid into last place. So the numbers from today, which are off of this website that seems to be uh, fairly this, accurate. Oh yeah, it says not. Yep. Yeah. Um, is, it's, I mean, it's literally saying that that is not true. Well, that's because people aren't doing the math. Right. Well, and it's just more... Of the same, man. It's just more national media uh, misleading us. And what sucks is, like, I work a full-time job, man. I go to the gym. I uh, date. Uh, I eat a ton of the time. Like, I don't have time to research every single thing they talk about in the news. So now I can't watch the news because I can't believe anything they're saying. I'm, yeah. Like, I might as well watch an entertaining television show like Wrestling Wrestling has more truth to it than fucking any news channel I can think of. Or you can listen to a podcast like this and get the information so that you're not uh, blindfolded to what's actually going on out there. I don't know, man, because we're... So, no, because we're not breaking down... Like, we're not giving the actual answers. If anything, we're exposing that we don't have the actual answers. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but we're giving the actual numbers that are out there for people to look at. That's true. We are giving some numbers, and we are comparing them. And for you mathematically challenged people, we can even give you the percentage. I checked them twice to make sure they're right. That's true. Tom can't spell, but he can do math. True. It's and a different type of brain, man. Yeah. So this one also got me, Pat. Uh, I did this one just for a ha-ha. So out of the population, how many people do you think have died as of today? From the coronavirus. Like the number of people? No. Like the percentage of people that actually died. Alright, so I remember at one point they were saying that like 3% would die. So if we're saying 3%, how, how many people have been tested? How many people have tested positive? Uh, 5 million. 5 million? Yeah. I'm going to say uh What's 3% of 5 million? 150,000? Well, 3% of 5 million? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Well, there's been 163,000 uh, deaths. So it's, uh, yeah, so it's 3.2%. Uh, 
for the people who have gotten it die, quote unquote. So that I mean that's a fairly accurate now remember though that we go right back to at the hold beginning on, hold of on, this. But that's not the question I asked you. Out of the US population right now. Oh, out of the, the population? Yeah. What's the percentage of people that died? Now remember in our first episode I brought up the fact that only one percent of the population dies per year. Yeah. Okay. Like from anything, like sharks are included. Yes, anything. Sharknados. Only one percent of the population dies a year in the United States. I learned on that worldometer that our population grows like five percent a year or something something crazy like that. Yeah. But um so what do you think the percentage is? Uh, okay, so 1% of Americans die every year, uh, which means I'm going to say... Now, this is a pandemic. Yep. So you think yep. you'd Global like double, crisis. You, you think you would like double or triple that? I'm going to go... So what percentage of the American population have died solely because of the coronavirus? Yes, sir. I'm going... Hmm, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go 1%, so we doubled. No. What do you got? Point oh five percent. Not five percent. Nope. We're not. We're not sliding. Decimals. We're not even at one percent, Pat. We're at a hundredth of a percent, or yeah, five hundredth of a percent. Not. Wait. Point oh five percent. Point oh five percent of the population has died from this virus. That's five percent of a percent. Yes, five percent of a whole percent. That's a pretty small number. Yes. Okay. That's a okay. But so let's let's play devil's advocate here, right? Okay. So if they tested everybody, now they've tested. No, 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 no. Let's let's go with what we've got. But let's say maybe that's because there are places taking it seriously. Maybe that's because we're wearing masks. Maybe that's because we're staying six feet apart. Because we shut schools down. We did distance learning. Maybe the the fact that we have you know the ability to be like, well, fuck you, you you over dramatized how this is going to go. Maybe that's because we've performed. I don't think it is. But that would be the counterpoint well, that I can think of is we've done what we the, can. Well, but if you look at the left, they're not saying that, right? If you look at the right, they are saying that. If you look down the middle, the only way is somewhere's in there is true that, yes, we have been distancing from each other. We haven't been doing the normal things that we could do. But also, if you look at the statistics of most of the, like 90% or something, and don't quote me on that. I didn't look it up. Yep. But the last time I heard it, it was something like 90% of the people who have died from this are age 70 and above. I remember at the beginning of this, they said 2 million people were going to die in America. Yeah, we're what? not even close to a fucking million. Are we, what are we at? What, 153,000. 153,000. So yeah. we're, we're almost at 10% of their original prediction. Yes. Now, of course, that people talk about a second wave and things like that. But let's assume the second wave is three times as bad. You're still We're still not, not going to get close to half. Yeah. yeah. Which is a good thing. Like, I, I'm not trying to downplay this. I, I do think that there's some seriousness behind this. I Absolutely. Do. So, I'm sorry. We're going to keep just repeating the same fucking numbers over and over here. Yeah. What's well, the number of people that have died? Uh, 153,000. 153,000. Yes, sir. All right. So, keep going. Make make the point you were making. Um, I'm Like, I think there's some um, seriousness behind this. I think we... To a degree, need to keep social distancing. Um, I don't think, like, they, they're coming out now and saying that kids are barely affected. I think kids should be going back to school full-time. Um, if you're a teacher over the age of 60, you teach from home for the uh, parents 
kids that are, um, that don't feel comfortable sending their kids to school. But we, I believe that we need to bring back some sort of normalcy. And I really hate to say it with the way that our media is. After November, this thing disappears off the map. It's never talked about again. No matter who wins or who loses, it's going to go back to normal. Because this is the time to have a pandemic right is in the middle of an election it's like gas prices always go down and something always crazy happens in the middle of an election year right yeah it, it, it's just crazy so anyway so just to shed while you're doing the numbers that you're doing uh i went and did worldwide numbers yeah tom's vamping i'm doing some research so um 4.74 percent of the world has been tested out of those tests 5.45 percent of them uh, came back positive. Okay, so that's a very small number. Um, 0.026 of the world's population has actually gotten the virus. Again, a very small number. Um, 0.009% of the people in the world that have gotten the virus have died. So that's that's such a small, it's insanely small. Um, and then 3.65% of positive cases have died from the virus. So that number is actually pretty almost even with, uh, it's a little bit higher than the, the actual U.S. death rate. Um, but, like, I'm just astonished by how low those percentages are. And listen, when you, like, there's, I'm sure there's countries that aren't on this list because they're third world countries and they have no way to test. But at 0.009% of the world's, popula- uh, the world's population dying from it, I'm not too sure that we have a lot to worry about. You know what I mean? Uh, still, so I do know what you mean, and I don't disagree. I still think that it's extremely important to take it seriously. It's extremely important to take uh, people's comfort level seriously. Um those so the mask the social distancing those things shouldn't be taken lightly because these numbers look better than we originally anticipated or because these numbers look better than the media is representing because maybe those things are helping more than anybody thinks well so I'm not going to disagree I'm not going to go into any public place not wearing a mask the only place that I would put an exception on that is the mobile station I stopped to on my way to work the cashier there doesn't wear a mask. I walk in, I buy what I gotta buy, and I walk out. Um, so you don't wear a mask in there. It, but if I go to Cumberland Farms, I wear a mask. Right? It's weird. I'm with you. But um, I will say this: that guy uh, Merrill Hodge today brought up a good point. He got handed a box of masks the other day, right? And right on the box it says, "This will not." protect you from airborne diseases so how effective are the masks and i'm not saying like listen it's not spit spray which which is uh making it contagious i guess um it i'm sure it helps uh, but i gotta tell you if you wear a mask and do your stupid fucking snot sneeze i am protected from vomiting so there's that yeah i'm not really worried about you oh (laughs) so i sent that a picture the other day. I'm gonna get a mask made of uh, a nose with snots coming out of it. Fucking Definitely disgusting. gonna get one of those. So gross. So I saw some some horror movie masks. It was like the face 
of different uh, horror movie main characters. Like Freddy Krueger. So, yeah, stuff. so sick, dude. Just like the detail was so sick. So this is what I looked up, all right? Um, I, I just keyword searched how many people died of and how many people died in. Um, so one more time, run back that number. 150,000 people have died in America? 100, 163,000. 163,000. So my... Another thing about it, I might have said that wrong back there, but I'm not going back, so... Gotcha. So, yeah, we're, we're certainly not doing a whole lot of extra editing. We do enough editing. Well, Tom does enough editing to begin with. So here's to, to the point, one death is too many, right? Nobody wants to see anybody die. Um, I do hope that, fuck, what, Josephine? Josephine. Kills you. Um, but, so, World War II, 291,000 people died. 291,557,000 people died in World War II, which is... Well, I should say Americans. Americans. 291,000 Americans died in World War II, which is an undisputable, indisputable tragedy. Yes. That's so fucking many people. So we're talking just over half of that with this in a very short period of time. We're talking months. Um, so that number seems low, and it seems like we're performing better than we expected to, and it's not as serious as they made it out to be. But it's fucking heartbreaking. I mean, especially because a ton of these people are like the, it's like the wisdom of fucking America. It's the old people, the people with the experience, the people with the the values. A lot of these people are older people that are dying, and we probably rely on those people more than we give credit for. Uh, In Vietnam, uh, 16,500 Americans uh, killed... Well, I thought it'd be a lot higher than that. Just short of two hundred thousand Vietnamese killed. So that's two hundred and sixteen thousand. We'll call it two hundred and fifteen thousand. Um, oh wow, that's funny. That's North Vietnamese. South Vietnamese, there were uh, another thirty thousand. So again, Vietnam. I mean, like that is that is universally, at least in in America, recognized as like this horrific thing that happened. And that's you know that's a war where like. We were told that women and children were hiding in the bushes, so you needed to kill innocent women and children. And the Vietnamese people, the, the women and children, were told American soldiers were going to land and start just raping and murdering, so they would hide in the bushes to kill the American soldiers. Like, everybody was lied to, everybody was misled, and people were just killing fucking everybody. And more than half of that number is represented by the current. Like, this is a terrifying virus from that standpoint. This is really, really sad how many people are dying. I'm not disagreeing with it. Uh, I will say this. How, like, while it's tragic, the making people terrified is all done by the media. Right. Because I'll tell you what, after looking at this, I'm not worried about it at all. Right. Other than maybe my grandparents might get it. And, like, I've been a big stickler on my grandparents. Don't leave the house. You have no reason to leave the house. Have somebody bring your stuff. Don't, don't be with people... And all that stuff because they're the ones who have underlying health uh, conditions that are going to be affected most by this. If I get it, which I think I already did, but I'm not 100% positive, <laughs> if I have it or I had it, most likely it's not going to kill me because I'm relatively healthy. I'm fat as shit, but I'm relatively healthy. Yeah, don't worry about it. I actually read somewhere uh, on the news that fat actually absorbs the coronavirus and kills it. So don't worry. You're oh, fine. Oh, perfect. I'm going to go start looking telephone poles. So check this out. 
Cancer kills 606,000 people a year. Yeah. Over a half million people every year. That was part of our first episode. Lung and bronchitis cancer, specifically. So let's call that smoking. Let's call it what it is. Okay? Kills 135,000 people. So just for ha-has. Let's say, because that's a consistent number. We can count on 135,000 people a year being killed by that. If it's not being raised. Yeah. Yeah. So let's call that, it's the same number as corona, right? But we, short of like there are now smoking sections and there are, there's no smoking in restaurants in any state that I know of. I, I, Virginia, I remember when they went non-smoking. My father to this day when we walk into a restaurant, it's so fucking embarrassing because everybody's dad is embarrassing. My father to this day when we go into a restaurant asked to sit in the smoking section. <laughs> Every fucking time. And the people look at him like he's... Just the craziest man on the planet, which they are absolutely correct. My point is, we have all this national media attention. We have constant coverage. We have constant statistics. We have people fighting an election over the coronavirus. We have families, you know, splitting up over the coronavirus. We have people not being invited to weddings, people not going to weddings, people not having weddings because of the coronavirus. This is absolutely divisive. When four times the number of people year in and year out die from cancer and it's not everywhere. It's not on every street corner. It's not in every fucking newspaper. It's not on every episode of the news. It's, you know, like this is it. So even if we just took the lung and bronchitis cancer, it's the same number of people dying. And I don't remember the last time I heard something that's not true. So there's one advertisement on one of the games that I play and it's a, five-second advertisement to get, like, free coins, right? But you have to watch the ad. And it's it's five seconds, and it says... Uh, it's a picture of a, a chemical. It's, like, drawn out on a white erase board. And it says... Uh, it's I can't think of the name of the thing, but it's... Which proves how great that advertisement works. Um, but it draws it out, and it says, this is a chemical you find in cigarette smoke, and uh, it can cause irreversible lung damage. That's it. That's the only advertisement I can think of currently that I see on a frequent basis that is like, that's a great reason to not smoke. Yep. So, but, but we, you know, if you're not wearing a mask, people look at you like you're fucking insane. If you're not six feet apart, I don't want to be near you. Like, I don't want my customers six feet within, within six feet of me. Uh, my mother and I, this is 100% true, my mother and I hugged for the first time in like four months yesterday. And she was like, I'm just going to start hugging you because people at Walmart hug all the time. I don't give a fuck. So I guess we're back to the hugging part of our relationship, which is fine. Um, I, It's really like I don't want to be the one who kills my mom. Uh, no, you're going to be in. You'll sit on her or something. Wow, that's fucked up. Um, my, my point is all this attention is paid to this. this. This goes back to just like we talked about with gun control. Is it? It's not is it sad. It's, is it what we should be worried about? Should we really be... Yes, we should social distance. Yes, we should wear masks. Yes, we should maybe do some mental health background checks for weapons. But there are things that we can do, and it doesn't need to be 100% of our lives. It doesn't have to absorb everything that we do. Um, it doesn't have to be the main news on the TV every day. Yeah. Uh, drinking and driving, by the way. 30 people a day. 30 people a day die solely in drinking and driving accidents. That doesn't count like other accidents related to alcohol. That's just driving. That's 10,000 people a year that die from drinking and driving accidents. 
And let's assume that like, I don't know, 20% of those people weren't the ones drinking and driving. Like they were in the other car. It's probably more than that. Yeah. So like, let's focus our attention where it really needs to be. Um, yeah, uh, I'm totally with you. Uh, I don't, again, and I'm not trying to downplay the severity of this. Um, I'm not really sure what qualifies something as a pandemic. I understand they're saying 163,000 people died of it and that's probably what makes it a pandemic. Um, but there's a lot of other issues that we should be focusing on. But anyway, the reason I really uh, started off with this con, uh, this uh, topic was because hashtag we want to play. Um, yeah, fuck yeah. The college football pretty much came out and said it, it looks like some of the schools might play, but a majority of them are not going to play. And some of that... Some of them might move conferences, so they can't play the ones that are in a conference that they don't want to that doesn't want to play might move to a conference if they do. Um, but a big majority of them are saying that they're not going to play. And I saw a couple things today on, on Twitter. Uh, Casey Smith, uh, somebody that works for Barcel Sports, was one of them that said, so let me get this. Because some, like a lot of the schools around here aren't going back to school. They're going to do online uh, online learning. Yeah, like, both both Yale and Harvard are not going. From what I understand, don't get me wrong, I didn't go to Yale, I didn't go to Harvard, and I don't plan to this year. But from what I understand, they're not going back to school, period. They're distance learning. There is no on-campus, which I got to tell you, speaking of fucking tragedies, imagine the kids who work their balls off their whole life because going to Harvard or going to Yale is a lifelong dream for those kids. These kids, you know, if you're 21 years old and you're or 22 years old or whatever, going into your senior year at what you consider to be the hands-down greatest educational facility in the world and you can't fucking go you still got to pay all that money yeah but you don't get to go that is such shit i hope that they all can go back they can opt like you get the choice for a fifth year free and you can just take like electives right like you can take shit that you just want to study for fun who would want to do that the kids who go to Harvard and Yale, that's who would want to do that. Uh, UConn opted out of the football program. Are they going back to school at all? As far as I know, they are. Um, but, I like, a lot of these schools that are, you know, a lot of these campuses are already starting to report. You know what I mean? College football was already supposed to start reporting and all that stuff. They, they would be starting to play in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so I think in school starts in the next few weeks, too. Yeah. That. So, um, but she posted Casey Smith and said, so let me get this straight. These kids can't play football, but they can go on campus and be next to each other and all that stuff, but they can't play football. Like, I understand. And really what it comes down to, it's, it, it, it always comes down to this, right, Pat? They can't have the players play football because they can't have people in the stands. And if they can't sure. have pe- people in the stands, they can't pay to run the program. But these big colleges... They have football that, like, down south, football, college football is huge. It's life. Yeah, right? They make millions and millions of dollars of these people, and they pack out the stadiums every week. Yeah. And, oh, we can't pack out the stadiums and make millions of dollars? You guys can't play. It's not worth it. Yeah, I I went to a a Notre Dame football game last year, and that shit was, I'm first off, like, the tailgating loan. The, the crowd. And Notre Dame wasn't even that good last year. Uh, they did win that game. They did not, like, they didn't do anything. They didn't yeah. accomplish anything. 
Um, but yeah, it was absolutely wild. There, I'm, I can't imagine how much money that fucking get. Well, first off, we flew from all over the country. My father flew from Virginia. I flew from Connecticut. We went to South Bend, and I mean, we stayed in a hotel, which brings revenue in. You know what I mean? We ate yeah. out. Um, it was insane amounts of money being dropped. We went to the the gift store, the school gift store, and you got mother. Every episode. It's garbage night. It's garbage night. I gotta take the garbage out when I get home. Um, you, you have to get something at the gift store. And then it's like, like I don't want to buy a pencil. Even though it's like $7 for a pencil, I want something really no, cool. No, you want the $150 hoodie that costs them 12 cents. Yeah, so so I just like the revenue that that shit brings in is ungodly. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, and I, I really believe that's part of what comes down to it. And to be honest with you, so they're worried about this with the college football. Um, I'm worried about it with pro football. You know what I mean? It, I don't know what I'll do with if I lose the 17 Sundays of the regular season of watching football on the couch with my mother and my brother. I don't know what I'll do. That I look forward to that from the second the Super Bowl's over. I just know that like something very special has ended, and it's going to be a very long time before it starts up again. I need football on Sundays this year. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Um, football is it's a, for us, anyways. It's not just a sport; it's family. It's it's time yeah. to get together. You know, like Thanksgiving isn't fucking about turkey. Thanksgiving's about getting together with your family. That's football for us. It's it's and uh, man, there's like there are times a year, like in fall. You know, like when it's cold out in the morning, but it, it's nice and warm out during the day. Then it's cool out at night, and it's just like every day it's that cycle. When I go out on those mornings and like smell that air. I can, like, literally picture my mother like I'm playing flag football. I see my mother with a big Tupperware of oranges, like, quartered, and she's bringing the oranges for the whole team to eat. Like, I need football in my life. I can't deal with these kids not playing football. You should go see a therapist. But anyway. Um, football doesn't mean nearly as much to some people, I guess. No, I love football, man. It's, it's pretty much the only sport. Like, I, I follow other sports. I'm into football. Um it doesn't hurt that my team's a 49ers, and they did pretty good last year. I mean, yeah, second best isn't awful. Yeah, whatever. What are you, you going to do, Pat? You can't win them all. That's true. You can't win them all. Um, but Montana was playing still. He'd have won it. Yeah, probably. Fucking Steve um, Young. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with this, um, but it doesn't look good. So, Pat, have you got any feedback on the show? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's actually uh, I mean, overwhelmingly one, positive. I mean, the one guy that you recruited? Well, yeah, but also people that you recruited have given me feedback. Oh, that's good. I, at least some people are giving you feedback. I mean, yeah, we also, I'm going to go ahead and call Mason a super fan at this point. Yeah, Mason, I mean, he's out there making t shirts and stuff. Yeah, fucking dope t shirts. Which, listen, if you guys keep telling friends. We will print these t-shirts. Yeah, if we can get more of a following here, more likes, more downloads, uh, we will start making t-shirts and sell them because we have a couple of them that are going to be dynamite. Yeah, Mason might actually be, Mason may be like a a third partner as a merchandiser because that dude has some banging ideas. Yeah, yeah, for real. But the problem is to make them affordable, you got to buy them in bulk. And I can't buy 300 t-shirts and only sell one of them. And make no mistake, Tom will be the one buying them. Yeah, I've done everything so far. True story. Uh, I've got some feedback. Uh, the snowballer uh, texted me today. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you calling him the snowballer makes me so happy. <laughs> oh, God. 
You know who you are. Bro, I'm so sorry that's your name on the show. What the fuck? Uh, the snowballer hit me up today and said that we vape too much into the mics. So if any, if that's annoying anybody, uh, we'll try to keep it to a minimum. We still have some technical things we're trying to work out. I think it would work better if we had different mics or each a separate mic, but we record into the same one uh, for now. I also think so, it's important that we take the time to mention uh, that we appreciate that feedback. And from your nickname, you also appreciate feedback. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, man. You didn't deserve that. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I also got some feedback from somebody else saying that they love your uh, bad dating stories. Well, there's plenty of them. Uh, you got another one for the guys? Or, you know, let's keep it moving? Oof. All right. Uh, I mean, just countless ones. But let's go. Um, I'm going to call this girl um, the hot defect. And that will make sense to her. She knows who she is. And I'll explain it to you. But we'll call her the hot defect. So uh, we are we are just starting dating. And this was like, this, this turned into a legit relationship. Um, so the hot defect and I are going to go to a very nice restaurant called Jimmy's by the Shore. Uh, have you ever been there? No. Well, it's amazing. That's... Uh, you know, seafood based. It's it's by the shore, um, and then we're gonna go camping. And this is uh, not the first time we're gonna have sex, but it's like the first night we're spending together. Um, so romantic dinner. Then we're you know camping under the stars. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, so fast forward, we order. Uh, I order twin um, crab cakes. She orders twin lobster. So that's our our dinner. And uh, as the waitress is walking away, she's like, hey, could you make each of those three-pound lobsters? Now, I'm not experienced in lobster at the time. This actually could double as a silver lining moment. Uh, The lobster are not priced on the menu. They say fair market price. But I'm not going to stop and, like, like, I'm way too cool to be like, whoa, whoa, what's the average size? Like, what is three pounds? of lobster gonna look like by the way that's a I, big fucking lobster it is massive but the average lobster is one and a quarter to one and a half pounds and i kept the lobster claw from that lobster in my freezer for about a decade because the thing was bigger than my hand the lobster was both of them were massive so i pick up the bill and I'm so curious about what fair market price. I'm not worried about it, right? Like, I, I have 150 bucks on me. There's no, I've never had a meal close to 150 bucks. This meal's not going to top that. So I pick up the bill. I'm looking for the price of the lobster. I'm not even looking at the total because I don't give a fuck. I'm just looking for the price of the bill. I don't see any price. Um, and I, I, I'm looking now for a total because I don't see that. And I look up and I see her face. And she has tears welled up in her eyes. And it occurs to me that the total is on the back of this bill. So I flip the bill, and it's like $180, and I have $150. I have to leave the restaurant and go to the ATM. On my way, I have to call my mother and be like, can you transfer money into my account? So she has to do that just so that I can withdraw enough money to pay the bill for for this meal. So horrible start to this romantic evening 
because um, she's just sitting at the restaurant for like 20 minutes while I go to the ATM. So fast forward, uh, we are going to have anal sex. Her anal, not my anal. I'm sure. super excited, um, mostly because she's really hot and has a nice butt. Uh, so we're going to use a product. It's called Anal Ease. This is a great product. It works well. On this particular occasion, again, this is a voice of inexperience. Hashtag no free ads. I'm sorry? You're doing an ad for anal ease. Hashtag no free ads. Okay, got it. Hashtag no free ads. Uh, so this product, very clearly on the instructions, says uh, apply to the butthole and wait five minutes so that it can, you know, start doing its thing. But I'm super excited, right? So I like... This is a tube, like a tube of toothpaste, but it's thick, like uh, like a, a real thick cream. So I apply liberally to uh, the bee hole, and I uh, I just start going to town, man. And she uh, isn't the happiest in the world, but there was time, like it started its process. So she was, plus I'm working with a very small piece of equipment, so she wasn't in terrible pain. Like there's not tears. Uh, this goes on for like, I'm going to say like, maybe a minute. I don't think it was a minute. And it occurs to me like, I, this doesn't even feel good, right? And I'm like, man, this, this stuff kind of sucks. Like, this cream must be too thick. Because it was very, very thick. You're an idiot. And I'm like, this, this is kind of bullshit. So like, I look down, and I am 100% flaccid. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, there's no, I'm so horny right now. There's no way that I don't have a raging hard boner. And then it occurs to me, I have no feeling whatsoever in my cock. I have effectively numbed my penis in an attempt to numb her butthole. Uh, that was uh, a really, really bad moment. And I, it, was, it was a long time before we were able to uh, like get back into action. I'm, it's not like, it, it doesn't go away in 10 minutes. I, the, the cream is extremely effective. Uh, you got some Roman swipes. Some what? Roman swipes. Roman swipes? Yeah. I have no clue what that is. Is that like a, 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 a white to white? It's a desensitizing. Uh, desensitizing. Jeez. Yeah. It's like uh, legality. Yeah. Uh, desensitizing white that you put on your uh, equipment, but you don't lose feeling. It's that you don't... Uh, too soon. Uh, trust me, that wasn't going to be an issue in this particular. The last thing I needed was desensitizing wipes. If anything, I needed sensitizing wipes. But maybe you should have put some on her butt instead of that cream. That would have worked out better for sure. Really, anything would have worked out better. It was, uh, there you go. That's one. Maybe the, next uh, time you wait five minutes. Maybe next time I have a little. I, and like, like how selfish I could have like gone down on her for five minutes, you know? No, shit, I could have let her go shit. down on me for five minutes. Yeah, you're just piece shit. Yeah, I was just so amped up to you know go to Brown Town that uh, I I really shot myself in the foot on that one. Memories, memories with a silver lining, silver lining, silver lining. All right, so Mason wanted to hear the story about how I met my wife. So uh, I lived with my parents. When I was like, for a while, right? I moved back to Connecticut when I was 22-ish. I lived there until I was about 25. So they used to party a lot when 
um, when I was living there, you know, they were older. My parents were in their early 40s, early 50s. And so rather than the first, no, I met my wife years before, right? Okay. But we didn't really meet me. It was at one of my mom's birthday parties at a bar. We said hi. That was about it. I was there with another girl that I was dating at the time. Right. Um, and I never saw nothing of it. Well, actually, that's not true. But you know how she when you meet somebody? Yeah, it doesn't matter. She knows. <laughs> my wife knows everything. I tell her everything. Your wife so, is a little bit older than you. A little bit. I never met your wife, man. I've known you for a very long time. I've never met Listen, your wife. 15 years. 15? Yeah. Okay. I thought you said 50, so I had to just <laughs> make sure. She's old. Uh, uh, German or your mom's birthday. Really, birthday. anything over 10 is about 50 anyways, right? Yeah. Uh, real nice. Erica's going to hear that. Um, so, but you know how, like, when you meet a girl for the first time, you kind of, like, you, you judge her immediately, like, yeah. I did that. You know, oh, yeah. and that's actually what I thought to myself the first time I met her. So, fast forward two and a half years later, my parents are having a Halloween party, right, for sure. one of their other friends, and she's there, and uh, she's there with another guy, who was a dork, right, okay. straight up loser. But um, <laughs> I hope he listens. I hope nah, he's one he, of your downloaders. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> so we're. Uh, so we're out in the garage, I think we we're playing beer pong, and she comes up and she's getting a little flirty, you know, she's been drinking, she's like, you know, we're talking, and she goes, well, how old are you? And I tell her, I was like 24 at the time, and she's like, uh-uh, can't talk to you, and she walks away. Now, mind you, I have no idea how old she is. Right. You know what I mean? And I just kind of let it go. So fast forward a few months later. She's almost 40 at this point. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, um, fast forward to St. Patrick's Day. My parents are throwing a St. Patrick's Day party. And she's there, and we start talking, right? And I was supposed to have another girl come, and I told her not to come, right, to the party. Okay. And we start talking, and me and her ended up staying up till 4 o'clock in the morning, just talking, yeah, sure. right? I was, sure. Yeah, we were just talking in the kitchen. Uh, we exchanged numbers, and the next day she texts me, and she's like, hey, how you feeling? You got a hangover? I've been on the couch all day, you know? And we started talking, and eventually... Uh, she asked me, her mom lived in New Hampshire at the time, she asked me to drive her up there to, to, to bring her mom back mm -hmm. up there, because she would come down here for the winters, and then they'd bring her back up in the Makes spring. Um, and we took that ride, and we started, went on a couple dates, and the rest is history. History. And so that's how, she was friends with my mom first, and it took me a little while to tell my mom, probably a month or so before I told my mom that we, had, that we were dating. How long was she friends with your mom? Did she know you... Because 15 years, you know what I'm saying? No, she's my friend. She babysit for you? No, <laughs> you know no, no, there's nothing weird Is this right the there. babysitter for back? No, like I said, the first time I met her, I was probably 22. Oh. 22 or 23. And, uh, you know, and we hit it off and uh, we ended up getting married. And that's my uh, silver lining story that you never know what, uh, what you're going to find. Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> oh. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, okay. Today we have a very special guest on our show, but by special it's less than you know. A new dad with a few tats. Small dick, but a huge sack. He's on the show because he's a delightful fit, like his wife's bra over those nice full tits. They're a pair of massive distractions, but the two went and got down to action and recently welcomed a beautiful little girl that's just eating and sleeping and crapping. A man with fine taste, sophistication, and class. Unlike Tom, who puts his hand in shit water when he's wiping his ass. A friend who's beyond loyal, who I love dearly. We've shared fears and had some close calls, exchanged advice, and broke some balls. 
Mason motherfucking Ford. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Oh, fucking shit water. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't get over it. It's so gross. It's the most disgusting thing You're in the swiping world. swiping your ass. No, it's second so to listen. you shitting in the ocean because that is not just your hand touching the water. Your entire body is submerged in your own diarrhea at that point. Listen, well, so... I'm, well, hold on, hold on. I'm not... My head is not under the water while I'm shitting. Like, I'm not drinking Until it. after I would rather shitting. get my own shit on my own head before I get my own shit on the tip of my dick. What the fuck? How are you shitting without getting your shit on your dick? What? In How the big ocean? is your dick, bro? <laughs> it's, it's floating around you. You're in the ocean. Listen, Things before we go any further, right? I'm taking a shit the other day, and this guy has got me thinking, right? So, I'm sitting there. Oh, I already love where this is going. And I'm sitting there like this, right? And I go to what? And I you? said, oh, you know what? I do stand up. You're a stander. Yeah, a little hold bit. On. Depends All on. All that shit talk. That, well, hold on. You also agree that sometimes you touch the shit water when your wife, like, well, it's a I would say I'm 50-50. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. It depends, depends on the on, day. Depends on how lazy I'm feeling. Depends on the guy. I gotta say, I feel like... You do stand up on your wife, and I feel like you don't shoot the paper down into the bowl. Like, you dunk it? Like, you slam it down? Like no, a, you're... Like a celebratory You're splash. dunking it because you crumple it into a ball like a fucking weirdo. Yeah, you are caveman wiping your ass. You are... I found a pine cone on fun. Well, it's alright, man. We asked and my I'm wife. To use that my wife to crumples my into a ball, too, the fucking weirdo. What in these psychos? Thank <laughs> you... So you're a folder? I am a folder. What did you ask me? I wife? look three quarters Asian. Of course I'm making origami in that bathroom. That's a good point. <laughs> He's also nasty at math. Yeah. Uh, I work in IT. Did you talk to your wife about this? Yeah, she's a folder. Oh, man. Yeah, you're the odd man out there. Do you, yeah, crumpling is weird. The fact that you're talking about this is second episode. Is well, it's only because Mason. So the reason we brought you in, yeah, yeah, or for one, I think you're our number one fan, and that includes my that's, wife. I mean, that's possible. So we brought you in for a couple of reasons. One, we like you. We want to bullshit with you. But two, we want to hear some feedback about the show live on the show. Live feedback. Live feedback about this show. About this show on the show. It's a great opportunity to see how defensive Tom gets, no matter what you say. Like if you're like, it was a great. Fucking start. He's gonna be like, no. What do you mean, great? First off, you don't mean epic. If we want to talk about a start, um, if I didn't know you guys for so long, I probably wouldn't have made it. That's episode two. Yes, uh, I can see that. Episode one. We've talked a lot about that actually, about maybe taking that episode down because yeah. it was so bad, and maybe releasing it as like episode number fifty-one and a half. Listen, I wear episode one like a badge of honor. George Lucas caught a bunch of shit for episode one. And yeah, he didn't take that. Shit but down. he didn't release it first. Because you wouldn't have watched the other eight. I actually said that today. I said we should take... Because Tom wants to take episode one down. I said we should take it down. But then, like, for the 50th episode, we should make it episode one. There are two movie hills that I will die on. Episode one was not that fucking bad. And Forrest Gump is the most overrated movie of all time. Whoa! Forrest Gump? Yeah. Most overrated movie of all time. I thought Tom was going to say he hadn't seen it for a second. What? I just made a reference in my opener... Or in my... Uh, No matter what, dude. All the fucking time, if someone makes Tom feel dumb, he goes, I'm not a smart man, Jenny, but I know what love is. Yes. Uh, yeah. fucking First off, that movie would never be made past when it was made. It's a great movie. You could not make that movie again right now. You could not, not remake Forrest How Gump. do you not like Forrest Gump? I don't. First off, Tom I Hanks. I don't. You know what we're going to call this? First off, Jenny's a slut. 
Well, no shit. You know, all right. Bad takes. She takes advantage of a mentally handicapped man. No shit. He got what he wanted. Yeah. First off, it was all about the fact that he had stupid luck. Right? The t-shirt turns into the Jeep symbol. Have a nice day. That's just a lighthearted symbol. Wait, what? You didn't... So that's the G symbol. He taught Elvis how not no, no, symbol, I, but I that get, was like I get no, not Jeep, those... but it was a big thing in the Jeep scene. Was that have a nice day, smiley face? Yeah, yeah. In fact, a lot of Jeep stuff have that on there now. Yeah, sure. I think they actually might have trademarked it since then. Well, that's just not hundred percent sure. Well, the about movie, that. the movie's like twenty five years old. Too. Yeah, they have a nice day. That symbol. I don't know. It just I just don't. I've never I never got into it. I've seen it twice. You're crazy, dude. All right, hold on. To prove that he's crazy, what do you think the most overrated movie of all times is? I'll tell you mine, and it's because I can't fucking make it through one, and I'm so interested, and I can never make it through. You might, I'm not going to lie to you, like, I don't know... Lord of the Rings. Ooh. I want so bad to like Lord of the Rings. I do. But this, you can't say that's overrated. That's a very niche group. That's you a... know what an overrated movie for me is? Fences. You ever see that fucking no. movie? And fucking Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, yeah, I'm a horror like movie freak. I that's, love that's, all that's, that's, I love Tim Burton. That movie's not that good. That's like my first pencil of horror movies, though. That's the, you, you know, that's the, your kid wants to start watching something that's a little bit edgier. It's Listen, Nightmare on Elm Nightmare Before Christmas. Have you, have Nightmare on Elm Street. Don't show, don't show your kid that whoa. one. Do not show your kid that one. It's my first on one. Listen, shit. for real, have you ever seen Fences? No. With, don't so, when that movie was coming out, right? First off, Denzel Washington, great great actor. I, 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 don't, I can't name another movie that he's been in that I didn't like. Right? Yeah. So, and a lot of the previews were him showing his son how to play baseball or things about baseball. So, I thought it was a movie about a father and son and the father pushing his son to make it in the baseball world because it was during the, uh, like... The segregation and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's what I thought the movie was about. And then you go and watch it. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. But see, now I didn't say necessarily it, that Forrest Gump's a bad movie. I don't like. I just sitting in the middle. I just think it might be a little overrated. I think it gets way too much. To this day, still people quote that movie. I feel you like I'm being emotionally spit roasted right now. <laughs> like I gotta look both ways. You guys are just staring in one direction. This is very weird. Usually on the, the, uh, one of the ends. Well, I should set up, set up a chair behind us. And then what so are you like, going to do? So we're like we're going to sit sideways and look backwards and yeah. then from the camera? Yeah, we're recording this for the camera. Fat. I, I wouldn't. I would. Especially in those yeah. pants. Yeah, uh, for those pants. of you not watching at home or seeing the clips on YouTube, uh, Pat That's is right. wearing That's right. cat. What? Cat pajama pants. Psychedelic. Home team advantage, home field advantage. I got to put my cat pants on for this. First off, this isn't a Walmart. I'll wear pajama pants here. I noticed that you're wearing some maybe Dickies shorts? Well, Under Armour. Okay. Well, you probably got to guess that. I do wear a lot. You know, I did say you were sophisticated. I am, I yeah. The, you were the, the, I am a rouge neck. I'm the classiest redneck you've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I am a salmon collar. So, Mason, any other uh, feedback for the show? I mean, it's hard to give feedback. I know a lot of these stories. I uh, the Honeybun story, which I mean, I thought was a great story. Again, drop the ball in a joke or two, but 
I never heard that story. That's a new story. Yeah, that's not something you want to publicly share. It was an embarrassing time, man. She was... The fact that you didn't just turn around and said you had a lot of baggage and walked away because she was carrying suitcases? Was that what you were embarrassed about? Or the fact that you didn't just say, eh, let's fuck her anyways? Or... Yeah, see, there's that face. You stayed in the bed with her. No, 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 I left. After she sucked your dick. All right. So, to my point, I got a beach. It would have been easier to leave first, wouldn't it? Yeah, Pat, it seems like you used her. It seems like you may have used her a little. We talk about emotions. We're all on the same page. Like, I'm not disagreeing with that. (laughs) To be fair, she used me for a ride to the fucking hotel so she could move out of her parents' house. All I did was return the favor. Now, I'm not... like taxi fans. I'm not a great person. Um... I'm curious on what happened to her after. <laughs> like, did she ever go back to her parents' house? Did she yes. realize she couldn't stay in a hotel? Was I'm she expecting to move in with you? I'm going to say yes to all three so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to say, as luck would have it, my specific luck, she is now in perfect shape, has the exact same personality that she portrayed, though I don't think that was her real personality, and no longer carries suitcases everywhere she goes. Do you know these are a fact? No. Because I'm curious where she got the skin Mason, removed. Maybe she thinks I talked to her again after this. <laughs> that's, that's cute. Uh, no, part of me, like, I don't know. Like, you, you kind of want to know what happened to her after that night. I assure you, I do not. That could have been the turning moment in her life. You could have changed her life. This is this is why we did well, not. Because when this walks out on you, because you're unattractive, look at your pants. When this walks away from you and doesn't call you again, these pants that is the are a fucking lady magnet. That is the rock bottom people talk about. I don't think these she were, went to meetings after you left. I don't think these things were like my typical seven ninety nine. I think I paid a full nine ninety nine for these. Well, nine eighty eight because God knows they came from Walmart. Uh, I was thinking. I really think I splurged. Oof. <laughs> I really think I splurged. Oof. Uh, your yeah. uh, and the only reason you did was because there's cats on them. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of a cat guy. I'll fuck around. I'll do three wardrobe changes during this podcast. Because it's now... What is that? A webcast? Yeah, we're going to I'll come down with my cat bathing suits. I'll come down with cat t-shirts. The cat t-shirt is one of my favorite t-shirts I've ever seen. I'll come down with my grumpy cat dolls. You should save those for future... That one cat t-shirt? I should bring my grumpy cats down here. Uh, I can't remember what it says. Oh, cats me outside. Cats me outside. Cats me outside is one of the best t-shirts I've ever seen you in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, A personal favorite. I've got one of a cat dressed up like Biggie, and it says Big Paw Paw. Oh, God. Yeah. I didn't realize we were going to do a segment today about your cat fetish. I mean, it's not a fetish. Cats are adorable. You're the greatest animal on the planet. They're assholes to everybody, and you still love them. We're assholes to cats, too. Who's an asshole to a cat? Don't be an asshole. Hey, not for nothing, Pat. I tried to give you a cat, and you said no. Have, I don't want the story. I've never man. heard the story of you making my wife cry. The whole world's about the This, this is a fucked story, man. This is not. <laughs> Who's an asshole this is to not cats? Fit for public consumption, bro. <laughs> no, it's not. You want to go there, though? No more guests on the show, Tom. No more fucking guests. Let's hear the story. Oh Christ! Who's an asshole to cat pets? Who's asshole to cats, Pat? Uh, uh, <laughs> That's a hard fucking. What's wrong, Mason? Cat got your tongue? <laughs> So you want to tell the story? You want me to tell the story of you telling the story? No, 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 no. I will tell the story Wonderful. because maybe I can shed some light on why such dramatic uh, action was being taken. No. So, yeah. my boy Frank, uh, my best bud, the one 
the one who peed on the toilet, RIP, pour some out for your homie Frank. Uh, I went home, and Frank had, like, chewed his leg off. It was bad. It looked like a raw chicken bone that was, like, at a picnic that somebody, or maybe, like, barbecue chicken bone that somebody had eaten most of and then, like, left some meat on the bone. It was disgusting. And it just sat out in the sun for hours. And this was, so I bathed that cat because I, around the time I noticed he was peeing on the toilet, I also noticed that the cat would not leave me alone. Like, I would get in the shower, and he would jump in the shower, and he didn't mind the water, mm -hmm. which I thought was really weird. So uh, I was bathing him, like, once a week because he loved it. He would, it, like, I just sprayed him with the water, and he just sat there and took it. He loved it. He also smelled. Oh, yeah, yeah. he also smelled the high hell. To be fair, that was because his flesh was rotting, but you couldn't tell that. Like, I, I washed this cat. I washed between his paws. I could not see that there was something wrong with him. He had an infection of some sort. Uh, so I came home one day, and the cat, like, he, all the hair on his arm was gone. Again, I, I, had showered, I had bathed him, like, two days prior. He had all of his hair. Um, so I freaked the fuck out. I, like, I drove him to the vet. I'm crying the whole time, screaming. Uh, it's a 24-hour vet. It's an emergency vet. I cried so hard in the vet because I knew the cat was going to get put down that the, the vet came in and was like, listen, we're not charging you for the visit. This is 100% free. They gave me a little cat coffin. It was like a cardboard box. Looked like a coffin. It was it was nice. They mailed me uh, like his his paw print days later. Um, but here's why the story gets fucked up. I don't want to bury Frank at the yard because I'm selling the house. Like the house is on the market when this happens. So I put Frank in the freezer because that's the most logical decision, right? You got to do something with the cat. I have an outside. Did he cremate him? That's my thought. Why wouldn't you just go with the cremation? You went cold instead of hot. I went free instead of paying. I mean, real nice. We are yeah. best bud Frank, and all of a sudden money yeah. matters. Beside the point. So Frank's on ice, right? He's in the outside for the garage freezer, not with food, some food, but still. Um, so I have to show the house. I'm, my my realtor calls me. She's like, I got to show the house. Uh, what are you doing? And I was like, I'll be at work. It's fine. And then, like, I hang up and it occurs to me, like, <laughs> I have a cat in my freezer. This doesn't look good at all. Um, and, like, my house I, at this point uh, was, like, there was a kitchen table with lawn chairs at it. Um, there was lawn chairs in the living room for the TV. There no, was, at that point, you had the couch. You had the couch. Oh, that's right. I borrowed a couch from Tommy. That he ruined. We'll get, Frank ruined. We'll tell that at a different time. Yeah. Um, I had so much sex on your couch, bro. Anyways, uh, very specific types of sex on your couch. Beside the point. So Frank's on ice. So, uh, I'm like, fuck, I gotta do something with Frank because, you know, she's gonna be showing the house. So, in a straight panic, I'm like, they can search anything. Like, this is a showing. They're gonna, they're gonna look through everything. They're gonna look for damage. They're gonna look for, like, exposed wires and shit. So the most sensible place for me to put Frank is in the outside garbage. Really? Right? Nice. So I put him in the outside garbage. Your best bud. My best friend. Put him in the outside garbage with the intention, like, when, you know, uh, when they're done showing the house, like, the next afternoon, Frank's still going to be frozen. He's not going to thaw throughout the day. I'll throw him back in the freezer. The can next we, morning. Can we pause this real quick? Yeah, what's up? I just want to point out that every episode so far that we've recorded... You've had alarms go off on your phone because you can't remember anything. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did the you alarm thing is new. I've only done the alarm thing for like six months. No, I just Do I have an alarm down. in your phone, by the way? I'm a good friend. Do you have an alarm set to text me? 
I don't think so. Or do you actually remember to text me? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I have one for you because you're somebody that I stay in contact with, like, anyways. Yeah. And you text me a lot. Which yeah, which counts. Like, I, it's more like the people that I don't see, like, uh, people that I don't see really ever, mm. and then we'll go like six months without talking. Then we hang out, and you know, like, it's like you didn't miss a beat. Yeah, yeah. So and I try to my just brain works shorten that gap. Is like, oh, this person's a friend. I haven't heard from them in a little while. Maybe I should reach out. Not so, if yeah. I, if if my, if I didn't have alarms, I'd still talk to people. Anyway, I don't, don't want to get too far off topic. I just want to point that out before Pat finishes the story. That you can't remember what happened five minutes ago. So keep going. That's true. I remember nothing. So see, Pat's uh, really working. The next morning, because uh, now this was the night before the showing of the house. The next morning, I go out because I'm going to work, and I'm at the time I'm doing masonry work. And uh, I leave my house like at four in the morning to meet some dudes that I work with at the Walmart down the street that's like 15 minutes away. Then we drive all the way up to Mass to do this masonry work. So I have a very early day every day. Um, and I'm having very late nights at this point on Tom's couch. Um, <laughs> so in a fucking air mattress. For months I had an air mattress um, with no furniture whatsoever upstairs. It was just the air mattress and an alarm clock uh, and my charger. Uh, so, when I walk outside, everybody has put their garbage on the curb. I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot it was garbage night, so I put my garbage on the curb. I go to work, and it's like halfway through the day when it occurs to me, like, I fucking threw Frank in the garbage truck. Like, this is on me. This is 110% my fault. It was a fucking brutal revelation, let me tell you. Because I didn't have a plan for Frank. I didn't want to bury him in the yard because it was a permanent residence. I considered doing it secretly in Tom's yard without telling him. But uh, I certainly did not plan to send him to the dump. Yeah, so... So who's an asshole With friends like you, Pat, who needs enemies? Yeah. I know not to put you in charge of my funeral. Well, it'll be cheap. Yeah, I mean, you're true. You're such a cheap... It's true. Uh, if you could fit me if into you a garbage just, can, you I would have If you would have just cremated them, you could have just like had them right here. Right there. I would be so happy with Frank still with me. Uh, God, also, awesome. you forget everything, but didn't forget to bring your garbage to the curb like 90% of America. Everybody else I have a reminder. So I saw I other people's garbage. Okay, because that's the one wrong reminder I do have in my phone. Every Tuesday night, shit, it's Tuesday night. I'm See, not going to be able to bring the garbage to the curb, but my phone's going to tell me to in about a half hour, and I'm, I'm going to forget by the time I get home. My garbage reminder is on Monday night, it went off last night during the podcast. True story. Yeah. So if, if the people listening haven't figured it out yet, we typically record this in two segments for every episode. We do half one night, half the other night. So that's why... Uh, some things may overlap or never. And no matter what you've heard, I do the intros in one take flawlessly every time. Ah, trust me, the bloopers are going to be on YouTube. Oh, God. That hurts. When is NXT TakeOver? 22nd. Uh, August 22nd. What's Pat McAfee. Adam Cole. Pat McAfee's going to punt his face off. No. Oh, that's No. We've seen Adam Cole live before, yes? Baby. Yes, we, we, have. we have seen Adam Cole live. He is in much better shape than McAfee. And also, I believe it's McAfee. It's McAfee. I think he pronounces his own name wrong. You're an idiot. It's M-C-A-F-E-E. McAfee. Ah. It's not Mac shit. Ah. McAfee. 
It's like when you're you go down hero. south. You go down south to Georgia, and they're like, "I'm going to the McDonald's." No, whoa. it's whoa, I know. Whoa, why do we have to destroy Georgia? The South as a whole, in your example, you can have you a different example. Every single person, because they don't say up north. Every person in the South says McDonald's. I do think it's interesting that your hero has been pronouncing his name wrong this whole time. I highly doubt he's been. Prince M. Little C. Big M. He actually got super pissed. Me referring to myself as Gallagher. Listen, Gallagher. When you uh, say, uh, like, say you had an Alexa and you said, "Alexa, play me the latest episode of the Pat McAfee show." Yeah. She goes, "Oh, here's the latest episode from the Pat McAfee show." She does. And he got super fucking pissed during an ad. Wow. Just because his family says their name wrong. Yeah. I highly doubt it. I don't know. Isn't it for them to decide how they want to pronounce it? I mean, it's their name. At its inception, sure. Sure, why not? It's actually probably a bastardized version of whatever their name used to be. Yeah. Plus, I'm I'm assuming it sounds Irish or Scottish. They're Irish. Yeah. So, I'm assuming it's a very bastardized version. He makes the uh, point all the time. He's 0.01% Italian. 0.01%? Yeah, after he did a 23 and me, I found that out. Mm, Okay. I'm one quarter ginger. I'm not really sure what that means. All right. One quarter ginger. All right, all right. This part of my beard right here. It's no, it comes in right. It's 50% gray, 50% black, and one quarter ginger. Yes. That's dark brown, but okay. Whatever. So, yeah, anyway, uh, August 22nd, Pat McAfee, McAfee <laughs> versus Adam Cole. At NXT Takeover, we're gonna live stream it here in this basement. Watch it on TV behind the, the uh, screen there. Now you and guys talked about this a little bit. It's weird that there's no fans watching that live. Yeah, so I'm not a wrestling fan. Right. I am obviously Pat made reference to it in the last episode. A huge Pat McAfee fan. Yeah. Um, that's one of the reasons that got me the idea to actually pursue doing a podcast. Was because of Pat McAfee. Yes, because. It seems like him and his boys have nothing but fun all day long. Yeah, and, I'm sure they do. And they all work. I found out in just these short four episodes that we've done that this is a lot of work. Pat has no idea how much that actually goes into <laughs> That's it. That's not true. Uh, it's like an eight-minute drive to your house to do this show every fucking day. You were in your house. Yeah. To, well, okay. Thank you, Mason. Also, last uh, episode three, in your house. I didn't have power. <laughs> yep. So... You're talking two out of four episodes were done in your house. Not the whole episode. But episodes. they're all like but 19 segments. But that's an average of four minutes. Up and down the hill to Tom's house. If you want to average it Yeah, I know. It's real rough when I was letting you live there. But, um... <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot you live with Tommy. That moved out so I wouldn't have to drive up the damn hill. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lot of work, but I enjoy, as much as Pat bitches about it, I enjoy hanging out with him. I enjoy doing the work. Because if this uh, thing really works out, it's going to be... Uh, it's a good thing. It would be cool to make this my full... Because this is what I do on my days off. I do stuff for the podcast. This motherfucker had I'm, yesterday off and spent the entire day doing podcasts. To be fair, one of you two should. Yeah, one of us has to. I agree. Again, one of us should. I am still 100% of the people you've told about this podcast. Yeah, which is... I've actually stuff. told three people. Now, okay, hold on. Today... Uh, my brother's birthday is in two days. Again, shout out to the front line. Uh, Michael, the nurse, is oh, up in Arizona. Uh, so I get my alarm. Boom. Two weeks ago. I didn't even notice it somehow. Two days ago, or I guess yesterday now, 
Uh, I got the, hey, Michael's birthday's in two days. Thank God Amazon's a thing. So I jump on the Zon, and it occurs to me, all I know about my brother at this point, because, you know, you get older, and then, like, you grew, then everything's about other things, you know? Uh, so you don't know each other personally. You know each other's families, and you know each other's, like, work stories and stuff. But so Michael likes elephants. So, like, I pick a bunch of socks, matching elephant socks. I'm like, sweet. Uh, I should probably, like, the dude has worked, like, 143 hours a day for the last six months because of this damn pandemic. Maybe there's something more I could get him. So I text his wife, and she's like, uh, yeah, no, he really likes Hurley hats, so I, I get him a Hurley hat. And, uh, then she's like, what have you been up to? And I'm like, oh, you know, just, uh, like, working, sleeping, I'm going to the gym, and uh, I'm doing this, doing this podcast with a buddy. And she's like, oh, what's the podcast about? The rest of the story is inconsequential. The important part here is that I doubled the number of people that I've told about this podcast today. So what is the podcast well, about? Time out. <laughs> time out. Did you tell her the name of the podcast? Where Tom. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So you didn't give her... I told her about the podcast. But you, you didn't tell her... Tell people about the podcast. I told her. Yeah, and I gotta tell you, word of mouth advertising is insane. So she's gonna tell my brother we're doing a podcast. That means I tripled... But he's going to not have to ask you the name, yeah, because where to download it. Because if you guys will, have a Facebook or a Twitter my brother the name. My brother can handle the stories that are my life. I'm not sure that his wife can. She's going to be like, that's, what the fuck is wrong with your that's brother actually, Patrick? That might be true. Yeah, what do you matter? Patrick's a fucked up individual. Well, that's I'm not, whoa, whoa, that's not true. I, I, your he, cat was in the garbage can. I forgot. These <laughs> things happen. Listen, more importantly here. You, your mother and your brother live literally six minutes from your house. You My mother's about the podcast. Ah! Has she downloaded it? No. She doesn't have, I don't know how to no, download she, shit. No, she didn't. She has an iPhone. That's true. iTunes. Than mine. Newer than mine. You just punch in the name of the podcast and it downloads. It's pretty simple. Find those new phones, man. Time was over. I actually I heard a fact on the way here about iPads. Uh, it was crazy. If we you if we if they were made in America with American costs and American labor fees and everything, mm-hmm. it would cost us about twelve thousand dollars to buy one as a consumer. Damn. So you know, let's keep it overseas. I guess let's not bring all the jobs back to America. Free market economy. Who twelve grand? Yeah. I've had this thing, man. For I have a new one, and it's. I mean, I think it was maybe eight hundred dollars. I'm going for. I couldn't years, imagine and I twelve. Than a of I don't see the point in having my iPad, dude. Like, my do you Chevy. play games on your phone, like apps? No, listen, Pat. I think you underestimate how much free time I have. He's doing the podcast you stuff. Like, not... Yesterday, you spent all day working on a podcast. That eventually, one day, may make at least me money because I will point. not pay you. Beside anything. the point, you, uh, you are doing it in your free time. That's but that's what I use my free time for it's not to play games actually i bought a i built a gaming computer for the podcast no no that was he did that with all of the no extra time that he has though no so i did that before i started doing the podcast and now all i use that computer for is for the podcast so you don't have we like should, we should play some games hold on, hold on. you don't have like a steering wheel and pedals hooked up to that thing i do why would you for the game that i don't play I've seen him play. He made, I, me, he made me watch him 
drive around an empty track for practice laps. Oh my! Oh yeah, I, I'm like a, I'm a first person shooter kind of guy. I uh, have those. Like yeah. I have Call of Duty on there, but I racing. You do that? No. It's a racing simulator, so it's realistic. Oh, I don't have a steering wheel. Yeah, I spent a lot of money on steering. Twenty five hundred dollar computer though, and I feel weird putting a steering wheel on it. You don't put it on it. The yeah. fact that when I'm I have the at, Oculus though, I have like full VR. It's pretty so, dope. So one of the guy, the guy that got me into the iRacing or that he he's been doing it for a decade. Yeah. But when I decided that I really wanted to go with it, I uh, shot him a message, and he actually has the VR headset for the iRacing, which seems dope. Yeah, I'm wondering if I can get pedals and then just hook the pedals up with the Oculus because the Oculus I've done crazy shit with. Like I'm not sure. I don't see I'm why fishing. not, but. That's pretty sick. I've gone. I was like in a boat in the middle of a lake, clear as shit, like fishing in my upstairs. I was like sitting in a computer chair and just. I get very dizzy if I have to walk around now. Have you ever just sat in the movie theater on the Oculus? Yes. Not watching porn. I know where you're going to go. No, no, no. Because you have asked me this before. You're in like an empty theater though, and then like there's seats around you, like there's there's popcorn on the floor. So the way the Oculus works when you first hook it up, it makes you design like a house. That's your that's your house inside the fucking thing, and I just have a huge TV that I can yes sit and watch whatever I want. That's so crazy. I could actually hit one button and it'll bring up point. my it'll bring up my computer screen inside of the or computer what's screen. The point? That's like saying what's the point of headphones? Like it traps you in a completely. Oh yeah, no, the headphones world. are all inclusive and everything. But I could actually use sit with my Oculus on. Click a button and pull up my computer screen, like up in front of me. Yeah. And you, what was that movie? Um, Ready Player like, One. No, I feel like it was Tom Cruise a long time ago, where he's like moving. Mission so, Impossible. Not Mission Impossible. No, it's uh, all Iron Man. It's not Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, the same thing. Iron Man Two, uh, where you like you're looking at the screen, you can literally move things around. I'm doing that in the Oculus. It's it's crazy, but I didn't go very far with it yet, so it's just sitting in a box. Oh, so are you going? This new Xbox, or are you going PS5? PS5. PS5. Are you going PS5 you, for the virtual reality? Do you know why I'm going PS5? I, I just fucking asked. Oh, well, you're right. Yeah, right before I said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I already assumed that you two are going PS5. I'm going PS5 for virtual reality. Well, let's just be f- fair here. Since I built the computer, I have not used my PS4. I haven't... I mean... I still... No, I don't. I haven't used it. I, I mean... But again, I don't have a lot of time. I mean, I'm spending all my time... If Pat would just split a quarter of the workload for yeah. this podcast with me, maybe I would have time for that stuff, or maybe some more time Dude, to spend with my son. Dude, I 50% of the recording. Oh, he brought your son into it. You hear that? He brought his son into it and make you feel a little guilty. You know, he I knows know. that I'm a new full-time dad and stuff, and I should you're, be spending time You're not a son. new dad. You're a new full-time dad. Yes, sir. Okay. Because I've met your son, and there's yeah. no way... He's a new son. <laughs> like, he's no, a pretty big guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a new full-time dad, and uh, you, you know, you think Pat would appreciate that and help me out with the podcast some more? But no, he's just like I'm gonna do as little as he possible. He was a full-time dad before before he started the podcast. He took on the extra workload after getting college, getting full. No, and I understand college. that having a one-month-old at home, uh, I occasionally find things to do. Yeah. I love spending time with my daughter. I get to, I get and if my wife watches this, I will be in trouble for saying this. It is nice every once in a while to be like, I want to walk away. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just... I'm just gonna, you need me time. I offer her the same... That you want to go for... Take my truck. Then women wonder why men take so long to take I'll take shits. care of the baby. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Paul Rudd in This is 40 explains why men take so long. Just, he's reason? just sitting there on his iPad because he just wants to be away from the family for a little while. Yeah, I gotta tell you. He's literally hiding. Living alone, like I go from the gym, home, I don't go to the grocery store anymore, I Instacart, I don't go shopping anymore, I Amazon, I uh, I gotta love, I gotta tell you, I love all the fucking free time. I have so much extra time that I, I, dude, I could start a fucking podcast if I wanted to. And I could do all the work. <laughs> it's so nice to not have any obligations. But the question, would you tell people that you started that podcast? Probably not, man. Dude, I've written, like, so, like, I, I, I'm a big fan of writing songs, like, specifically, like, rap music. And I probably have, if we went through, like, the list of songs that I've written, there's probably uh, 20, 30 songs. And I've been to a recording studio, like, 10 times ever. And it was to do, like, a verse on somebody else's song. So no, I would not like have the initiative. No, yeah, no, yeah, I, I, yeah. But so Pat, me a son. If this thing, since we're recording, if this thing takes off, yeah. right? If, if this does, we're gonna hire off, Mason to do my workload. Well, but what do you expect to get paid? Wow. Oh man, I'd uh, like sixty percent, I guess. So, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you right. can't you can't do all the work and get all the money time. That seems very selfish. Oh yeah, very selfish. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, because that's ultimately my goal. Oh, you, you get top billing like it's the Never Done Top Podcast <laughs> with Tommy. It's not with Pat and Tommy. Which actually the name. Uh, I thought that you started this podcast because the name with Tommy makes me think. Oh, it's Patrick's podcast with Tommy. I did come okay, up so with the name. Oh, let's talk about no, that. Where does well, the name come? So, okay. basically, I didn't want to do any of the work when we were talking about starting a podcast, so I made sure he got top billing so that I could then use that on a later uh, that, argument. That's not true at all. So, the number nine with Tommy comes from uh, many, many years ago, about 15 years ago, uh, give or take. Jesus. I worked for Patrick, and we were working on a Sunday, and I was I had already given my notice because I was going away to school, and uh, he had left us a list of things to do on a Sunday. And there's eight things on the list. And I made number nine, smoke a cigarette with Tommy. So from then on, we would joke around and say, hey, let's go do a number nine. Let's go do a number nine. So when Pat and I I have talked about doing a podcast for the last few years. So, and we've bounced names around before. And then... I was on my way home one day when Dad Bods was like yeah. uh, Dad Bods was going to be the number of the, the name of the podcast forever. Yeah, but there's already a podcast named Dad Bods. Yeah. Also, <clears throat> you have a Dad Bod, but you're not a dad. It's yeah. not called so, Dads with Dad Bods. It's called Dad Bods. So is it called a Dad Bod at that point? No, it's just called. That's fat. a good point. Right. Yeah, you're you're just. Fat. I used to have a Dad Bod. No, you can't. Tom's got pregnant feet. True story. Hey, it's called things gout. are fucking gross. <laughs> it's called gout. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, so when we, when I said, dude, fuck it, let's do it. Let's start a podcast. And he said, what are we going to name it? And I said, we bounced a couple, and I said, huh, same with number nine with Tommy. And the Iron Lung. Yeah, and the Iron Lung. Um, so, and that's where the, the name comes from. Um, I enjoy it. I like um, it. I think we maybe could have came up with something a little bit more catchy, but it's personal to us, so fuck it. So, that works. PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation was the uh, 
Yeah, all that. I'm going with PlayStation just because that's what I've always used. That's why I think it's like me switching from an iPhone to an Android. No, I always had two. I don't know if you know that. I've always had since because well, I mean, let's get it. We 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 play Call of Duty every time a fucking new one comes out. It seems um, for a little while, most of it's me, a buddy of ours, Corey, and then Patrick and our kind of like. Yeah, where we find one. You know, like the kid that lives on the street that smells like soup, but you don't know why, but you let him hang out with you guys because you kind of feel bad for him. Sure. That's Patrick in Call of Duty. Well, Pat actually stopped playing Call of Duty. Before that <laughs> it was so it. goddamn bad. That that it was, was like, camp. I got a kill. And he felt great about it. And we're like, <laughs> we lost by 10 kills. And everybody got above 10 except for Patrick. And Pat would have like 50 deaths. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. He would camp so hard. You guys played that game all day, every day. And oh. I just like, oh, I worked 60 hours a week and came and played after I got out of work with you. That's horse shit. And if yeah. that is true, then it was the hundreds of hours you invested on previous iterations of the same. But Pat, what I don't understand oh, yeah. is I find a common uh, theme with you, and you that you're not you willing ride to put that in the work. fucker until it's in the ground. What Call of Duty? Any common ground we find, like if if we Call of Duty is a perfect example. We play like ten minutes of it, and for the next year and a half, every time. One of us has a free moment. He's like, "Sign in, let's get good. let's kill these motherfuckers." I'm like, "Oh my god, we." It was a great, it was a great days. time, and you had so much going on living in his attic. It was not the attic. I feel like it was the attic. <laughs> it was like it wasn't the attic. attic. It would have been way funnier if it was <laughs> the attic. So bad, it's so much better. Just taken but that one on the you chin. know, not like like not for nothing. Well, yeah, I enjoy spending time with you, Pat. I mean, eventually, I feel like you're going to be like, "Podcast hey, board. Hey, I can't record the podcast. It's <sighs> just going to be." Number nine, Tommy. <laughs> Number nine. With just Tommy. Chad's <laughs> yeah, gonna get bored of recording this, the podcast. This should be a spin-off. This should be a spin-off podcast called Tommy doing a number nine. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we this number nine, we take it uh, the, the the that name so far that like every item at work, the rental items are numbered. So like if we have lawnmowers, then they're numbered like one through fifteen. Right. When somebody when I'm like, hey, Pat to the back, uh, customers here for a lawnmower and then they're like alright he's gonna take number 9 I always go number 9 with Tommy check and that was long before the podcast yeah. like every time but no, since the podcast nine, are you still saying number 9 oh with yeah, Tommy oh yeah two people in work so they know about the podcast that you oh, told them that's I true do. I've been advertising this podcast far longer than you I'm on your side here Patrick I'm thank on, you I'm on, your, I'm on your side you're not on side I have, a, I have a fucking walking billboard for the number 9 with Tommy you are not I'm not on anybody's side. I, I told you this earlier. Listen, I am if the there is any, advocate. so if I an have told, to be had, I will have it. So I have had, mul- I have told multiple people at my job about it, including my boss. Oh, you want him to listen to this? Uh, I don't care. I'm okay. not ashamed of anything I say. Right. I don't. Yeah, we don't tell Tom's up. personal stories. Yeah, I don't care. So we're gonna today. <laughs> we pre-recorded a very personal story from Tom. I can't wait. It's hand in hand with the intro. That's, oh, right. they probably already heard it. Did they? The silver lining, silver. We're doing this out of order. Actually, technically, that means we're doing it in order. Yeah, yeah, behind doing... the curtain, guys. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I feel like I should go back and cut that out because you're a moron. But I'm not going to. Um, so See, it's better when you talk about cutting it out and then don't cut it out. Exactly. You know what? I'll take care of it while I'm editing. Okay. <laughs> um, so I've told multiple people at my job about it. Yeah. yeah. Like pretty much everybody I come in contact with hey go download my podcast it's the number nine or it's number a great podcast 
I, you know what, man? I've gotten a lot of feedback, and this is the best feedback that I that I have gotten from multiple people is. I feel like when you guys are talking, I want to intervene in the conversation, and that to me means that we're doing a good job. We're capturing the audience, and because that's what it's all about. Like we talk about some uh, some serious topics that we'll do some research for. Um, it's, it's fine. I I would choose this. nicotine free for free buns now. I'm okay. Yeah, so okay. we'll talk about some serious topics that we'll do some research for. But at the end of the day, it's about bullshit when you're buddies. You know what I mean? We just don't want to put information out there that's not necessarily 100% true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, what we perceive. Like, I have no problem putting stuff out there that I perceive to be true, but I don't want to look like a jackass. You know what I mean? And that's what it was for me. I actually, uh, I called Pat. You probably know because you were there. <laughs> I called Pat the Sunday you guys started. You guys. Wow. Ooh, you've been with Tom for far too long. Throwing S's Ooh, into words. Goodness. Uh... <laughs> the Sunday you guys recorded the second episode, I had just finished listening to the very first episode, the episode that we don't like to talk about. Um, yeah, redheaded. And that is how I knew I was going to like this podcast because there was, I found myself driving to work, listening. I always listen to podcasts on my way to work, at work, and coming home from work, I'm listening to podcasts, and I just wanted to like. I couldn't wait till it be an hour that it was decent, because I know neither of you work on, on Sundays, an hour that was decent enough to call you to literally, like, because I wanted to be intervening in that conversation, because there were things that were just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Black Sabbath, not from the fucking 80s. <laughs> 80s music did suck. Duran Duran is garbage. That's um, right. Flock of Seagulls, not a good band. Preach. But when you say Black Sabbath sucks... And ACDC are all from the 80s when those are 70s bands. Oh, it drove me nuts. Um, and there's been things like that this whole time where it's just like, that's what makes this podcast fun to listen to. Is well, because I'm now like, what the shit are you talking about in my car? And how could he have done that to Honey Buns? Or, um, oh yeah, my god, everybody Patrick bad is, for that. Patrick girl. is disgusted by the fact that Tom likes a squirter. Yeah. Uh, and no, I actually it's thought of it the other day. It's not that he likes a squirter. It's that he wants to be his face to be squirted on. Listen, man, my parents and my wife are listening to this, dude. Relax. Oof, that's rough. That's Mason brought it up. I am not the one in trouble. Uh, and I actually laughed. Up. I was Kyle Kinane, the comedian, came out with a new album. And in it, he, I think it was in his album, and I'm going to feel fucking weird if it's not, but he said that if your grandparents' couch was wrapped in plastic when you were a kid, it's because your grandmother was a squatter. <laughs> I was driving somewhere, and I just hit pause, and I just started laughing to myself about that story uh, uh, so uh, that I heard not an hour or two before. Tommy, like, so Tommy went to school to be, uh, he, he did automotive, and then he went to college for diesel mechanics, trade school, whatever, yeah. that's college to me. Um, but he actually, he started a career as a landscaper and couldn't do it because when they installed sprinklers, he just ejaculated. Yeah. <laughs> he had to change jobs that's because nice. he couldn't be around sprinklers. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking so crazy, man. Real nice. That real nice. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Almost as weird as letting yeah. someone watch you piss underwater. Yeah. Okay. The difference here is <laughs> that's I the same the fucking... act E, he is the recipient in these two but scenarios. But I found... Like a similarity here is that you are afraid of touching your own waist on accident, but are okay to be surrounded by your own waist. 
Yeah, I like to so be you'll shit in water or piss it in water that you're submerged in. Yeah. yeah. But if your hand grazes water when wiping your ass. Okay, hold on. But <laughs> what you're talking God about. God damn, we need But you're talking about. But he'll wipe his ass barehand in the ocean. If I'm peeing <laughs> in hundreds or thousands of gallons of water. It's diluted. That's significantly different how? than him dipping his hand in a quart of shit. So how big was this pool? That you came and pissed in multiple times. I'm not sure that I came in multiple times. No, you pissed in multiple times, though. That is a fact. But yeah. you definitely came and in And how once. big was this pool? Is it true. gallons and gallons? And, or is it like, yes, it's a fucking pool! I mean... I mean, had a deep end in the shallow. It was an in-ground pool. It was an in-ground pool. So they liked their house and didn't want to pay too much for insurance. Great place. Um, but, like, you're still pissing in that pool. I'm not, I'm not today. No, no, what kind of person are you that pisses and comes in other people's pool? Someone else's pool, too. You're we just... should go back to that house and record all of us pissing into that pool. We'll have to do it at night. I'm not... I, no. No? No. I have thrown up on someone's lawn before Yeah. that I didn't know, and I felt bad about that. I couldn't imagine pissing into the pool. You guys want to hear a funny story? Absolutely. So I told a story earlier about how I met my wife, right? It was a Halloween party. Yeah. Uh, so my parents had invited a whole bunch of their friends over to this. One of them was making moonshine with like cherries, okay. you know. So this guy, that he he was there with some. It was somebody's boyfriend. Nobody knew him though. He was like somebody brought him that was friends with everybody else, you know. And it was the first time he's around. So this guy thinks he's a hot shot, and he's eating all the cherries, and then starts drinking the cherry juice out of, and that is like drinking lacquer thinner. Oh yeah, it's gross. That's right. Right. So, like, 20 minutes later, everybody's like, where's homeboy? And he was out front of my parents' houses in the bushes, puking all over himself. Oh, just passed out. Done. Yeah. And then somebody had to drive him home. That's, that's the, see, I uh, I had an experience. I went to a strip club with some friends. Like, see if you don't invite us. It was, it was a little while ago. But a, an old friend of mine actually used to be a dancer. And she had texted, stating that... There would we would go up and hang out every once in a while, and uh, she was she knew we were on the way. There was a guy that at this particular strip club, if you bought a bottle, you got the VIP area. No one else would sit around you, but he didn't drink. He just wanted the VIP area. I'm with that dude as a as so, a non-drinker who prefers to. So he bought space. a bottle of Patron for himself, who doesn't drink, and then tells our friend who is the dancer that. If she has any friends that want to come over and drink with him, he'll be more than happy to supply the alcohol because he's not going to drink it. It's just going to go to waste. So, yeah, we're going to go and drink free booze. Um, And then I realized it was about a half hour before we closed, and there's still a little bit of tequila in this bottle, and he's pouring drinks again. And I felt fine until I went outside and got air. (sighs) Man, it got... So they got me into... No, I had driven. I'm leaving my car now. I'm not... Obviously, I'm not driving my car. Don't drink and drive. Um, Scumbags drink and drive. And my buddy has gotten me into the back seat of his car. And it's uh, four of us. There's two of us in the back, two of them in the front. And we get maybe, I don't know, a half mile down the road where I'm like, pull over. I'm not making it pull over. And I start just puking in this guy's lawn for a good 15 minutes. Well, at least you made it out of the car. I to the point where, like, it doesn't bother me that this is this guy's yard. And then he's like, hey, this is a stranger's house. Maybe we don't puke there. 
Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Bring me back to the strip club. I'm going to throw up in their woods, and then I'll just call an Uber because we were 25, 30 minutes away from his house, and part of that was the highway where they don't usually like when you pull over and throw up. Yeah. The uh, the night of my bachelor <laughs> party, uh, my my oldest brother Scott. So there's like a tradition at bachelor parties where if you bring a bottle of liquor, in this particular case, blackberry brandy, uh, whoever wins it in the raffle has to take a shot with the groom to be. I'm glad I, I'm glad that you're explaining this. Like nobody's ever been to. Uh, yeah, you're talking common, about a stack. It's not a bad. This is a very thing. common thing in a stack. If you win a bottle of liquor, you have to have a drink with the groom. All right. Yeah. So for the two people sitting next to me, you already know about this tradition. I think everybody listening to the podcast. Does. Uh, yeah. Listen, I, say I didn't f- until I had been to a stag. Well, that like that's you yeah, know if you haven't be, been. There might be some people I don't in the people that under twenty one. Your wife listens. Your wife listens. Have they been to a stag? I'm sure they both know. About My it. wife listened to the first episode, and I don't know if she's listening. Any sense. That makes sense. No, nah, she was listening to the second episode when I talked to her earlier. Not even being funny. <laughs> but it's very possible. Uh, um, classic. Yeah. Classic. Chris, love you, boo. <laughs> uh, so. You remember that intro that you're talking about her tits? She's going to hear that. Uh, she's going to be so mad. She's not going to be happy. And I'm so, like, like I never talk about her tits in, in front, front of her. her. And everybody else does. Yeah, they're they're huge. So we're I, out in the open. I've they kept are cool as big. for like ten years. No, no, they're as big as you said they are, um, and everybody mentions it. So. The only way to truly discuss, describe how big they are is if you turn the volume up while I'm explaining them. If you want to rewind and do that now, <laughs> you'll you understand the, how big if they you are. Max them out. Yeah, just max out the volume while he's doing that. Yeah, that's um, about right. But so so, this guy brings blackberry brandy. And my brother is a pusher. He will push you to your limits. That's just, I'm, I guess, all of us are. Well, all five of us. Um, so he pours a keg cup full of blackberry brandy. Now, I'm not a drinker at all. I don't like the taste of alcohol. I don't like the smell of alcohol. There's nothing worse than day-old alcohol. Like when you wake up in the morning after a party, that smell is the most disgusting smell on the planet. Um, so he force-feeds me this full keg cup of blackberry brandy, like a beer pong cup, right? And... Uh, that's a lot, and it's not very good. And I've had uh, three experiences in my entire life with blackberry brandy, two of which ended up with uh, me hooking up with girls that I never would have hooked up with other than if I had drank blackberry brandy. So I'm already not a big honey bun. Honey buns. No, I was not drinking. I, no, because I, honey bun was, I mean, within the last two and a half no, years, what I'm I haven't had is... a drink. Maybe Honey Bunch should have brought some blackberry brandy. Oh, yeah, no, she definitely should have. Well, at least then uh, you would have served ticket her. to success was blackberry brandy. Well, at least then you would have served her properly fed. Man, can you imagine the shit I would have taken if I had also been drinking? Cool. Anyways. Uh, so, <laughs> after this... toilet. Right. After this keg cup full of blackberry brandy, they feed me another keg cup full of blackberry brandy, which is fine, because... I'm a big boy. I can handle it. I was against it the whole time. Like, I fought it, but it did not go my way. Because uh, it was like that, or like they were going to rip my clothes off and just I was going to be naked for the rest of the fucking party. Um, so, I remember that. I remember drinking the two keg cups full of blackberry brandy filled to the very top. I remember walking away from that because my best man, Danny, was like, let's play some beer pong. I remember getting to the beer pong table, and I was getting progressively better very quickly. Danny will tell this story that exact same way. He's like, dude... He got so good so fast. I was just hitting every shot. The next thing I remember 
was waking up next to my wife to be, and I I my I like am cuddling a bucket, like a trash can with the the Walmart bag in it, and she's like, "How do you feel?" And I'm like, "I'm fine." How did it go? And she's like, "Not great." You should call Jer. So Jer, shout out to Jer Bear. Kevin told them about the podcast over. I bet you he doesn't. He hey, might know. You can go right up the street. All, he works right there. I yeah, mean, another guy we all know. Jer Bear, good, good, oh, he's great text guy. Him right now, great guy. Are you going to text him while we're recording? This is a video. People can see you. I mean, it's better than not texting anybody about it. Yeah. I mean, right? Jer Bear. Is he in your phone as Jer Bear? Uh, his old number is. Talking about Hey, blogging Tom and I are doing a podcast. You should give it a listen. Period. Listen, <laughs> episode four. You have to tell like, them the name of it. Yeah, I told Jeremy about it. So, um, <laughs> but it's the number nine podcast. That's what you. That's what this it's is. It's not the number. I'm number sure nine. number. Nine. It's, I think it comes up as the number nine. No, number, number nine, nine podcast. No, number nine with Tom. It should be the number nine. The is like a crucial word. Because it's not a podcast with Tommy. It is fucking the podcast. Anyways. I puked at some point during this night in a urinal. The one urinal in this VFW. So, Tony, who was my ride home, is now cleaning up that and various other things that I puked on. Uh, Michael left early. Steven was out of town. Scott... uh, I believe A left early, but B brought a bunch of people home and lived in the other direction. So Jeremy has volunteered to give me a ride. So my ex-wife is like, "You should call Jer because um, he gave you a ride home." So I live on the third floor, right? So I call Jer and I'm like, "Hey man," he's like, "Hey pal," and you know Jer, he's got that monotone voice. Yes, they all know Jer. Hey pal, <laughs> you do, motherfucker. Yeah, we'll Turn your neck. So he's. he's <laughs> I can't turn my neck because I don't know which one of you to talk to, so I'm just talking to the goddamn oh, TV up there. So he's like, hey, pal. And I'm like, hey, man. Uh, thanks for riding home. He's like, yeah, no problem. I'm like, how'd you get me up the stairs, bro? He's like, uh, carriage. I'm like, fuck if you did, bro. Like, I'm not small. And he's like, your wife helped. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you walked me, y'all carried me up the stairs. He's like, you helped a little. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck, man. Like, three flights of stairs, that's bullshit. He's like, got my car clean. I'm like, huh? He's like, got my car clean. And Jess is, like, in tears laughing, right? Because she knows what I have done. Jer- so- Jeremy oh. has a an immaculate Lexus. Was that it the, I, the convertible? Yeah. Oh, I my God. All over his Lexus. Now, Jeremy is very particular about his cars. Because he has that trooper. Does he still have that trooper? Uh, I don't know. Because he had that trooper that was, like, in unbelievable condition. Um, and also, didn't he have, like, sciatica or something? Like, didn't he have some lower back pain later, a little bit later in life? Because well, yes, I can only imagine that came from carrying your fat ass up the stairs. Ooh, that hurts. Back then, he was not fat. I only knew Patrick when he was That's fat. true. That was, like, I was, I was, that was, as I was, uh... Like turning twenty, I think I was twenty at the time, so I was probably two fifteen. So that was like I don't know thirty pounds ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've only known him. I was introduced to Patrick as Patrick, so that makes yeah. sense. He was pretty fat. I topped out at two seventy five. Big guy. Oof. I got big. That's actually higher. Ooh, I'm 
Beautiful. If I had, <laughs> sorry guys, it's <laughs> going through a little puberty today. Uh, I popped out at two sixty-five, so you were ten pounds bigger than me in my max. Yeah, when I saw two seventy-five, I wanted to just break down and cry. It was. Uh, did, have you hit two seventy-five at some point? Uh, no comment. Tom is two seventy-five right now, apparently. But <laughs> uh, Tom's taller than you, though. No, he's not. Shut up. <laughs> They can't, We're sitting down. they can't see shit. Tom could play my fucking stunt double. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my uh, that's my drinking story, Tommy. Oh, you had one. You, you did the cherry juice. I also did the... Oh, I did puke. Guard. That wasn't me puking. But do you have a story about you puking? Yeah. It involves a strip club. Nice. <laughs> I actually... No, I'll tell a better story. No, I'll I tell a better story. I thought you were just making so, my mind. Um... <laughs> A couple months before I turned 21, I was still living in Mass. And uh, I came down for a weekend with my sister, or to hang out with my sister. My parents were out of town. My sister was living at their house. Um, So we decided we're going to go to the bar. And I'm not quite 21 yet, but Tiffany knows everybody. She's a regular at the bar because at the time she was drunk. And um, so we go, and we're drinking. And I got served, no problem. We're having a good time, and her boyfriend at the time loved Jaeger, right? And Ooh, I, I never loved you. Oh, that's not what I was with. Her. Never mind. No, nice. <laughs> I was You're, never with her. No, no chance. So she, Pat's actually one of the friends that she hasn't dated. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so she, um, so her boyfriend, I'm doing like dip with him and stuff, and I never did any of that shit. At one point during the night, I had a spit bottle and I drank out of it. So, like, I'm hammered. It's, yeah, it's a bad night. And the lights come on, last call, and he's like, hey, you want to do another shot of Jaeger? And I said, eh, no. Nah. And he's, like, pressuring me and stuff. And I'm like, all right, man. If I if I puke after this, it's on you. It's because of you, you know? So I do the shot. We go outside. And they're sitting at his truck and they're making out or whatever. And I just want to go home, right? I'm hammered. So I start puking behind the dumpster, right? And I'm, like, sick, you know? So I get in my sister's car finally, and, you know, and we're driving, right? And she, at the time, she had an Impreza, and we're driving down this road. And the bar is, like, four miles from my parents' house. It's not very far. Right. And we're driving up the road, and you know how I'm fast and the furious when they hit the NOS button? All the scenery goes by, all blurred and stuff. <laughs> so I open my eyes, and that's what it looks like. <laughs> Immediately, I'm like, pull over to the side of the road. So she pulls over. I start puking, right? I close the door, and she's like, you okay? I'm like, just get me home. So we get to the house, and I'm sitting out on the front steps with her and her boyfriend. And she's John, just fucking talking a million miles a minute in my ear. And the last thing I remember... Now, she was nice. She brought me out a glass of water and stuff. The last thing I remember is me going, Tiffany, shh. That's the last thing I remember. <laughs> I wake up 6.30 in the morning, okay? I'm sprawled out on the sidewalk. They left me there, okay? I'm sprawled out on the sidewalk, <laughs> right? And I, I'm like, what the, f- like, what the fuck happened? You know what I mean? So I get up, and my pants are wet. And I'm like, oh my god, dude, I pissed my pants while I'm laying on the sidewalk, Ooh. right? And I start looking around, and the glass of water's tipped over. So I'm like, oh, okay. 
It's not collapse over on a plane in the water. Right after he pissed his pants. Yeah, I right. thought what was going to happen was you realized your pants were wet. You looked up, saw Patrick and a girl with goggles on, <laughs> and just assumed the worst. <laughs> no, so I stand oh, up, right? No, no, this is the, the best part of the whole story. So I stand up. I'm like all discombobulated, you know what I mean? Staggering. And I look across the street, and my neighbor, a guy that I've known my pretty much my entire life, it's out at his mailbox <laughs> getting newspaper. <laughs> and he goes, Tom, get home for the weekend, huh? Mr. Rowe, how you doing? <laughs> I'm going to go inside. So I went inside, passed out, I went back home, or back up the mass later that day. Um, and so he sees my dad the next day. No mind, I'm not 21. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I'm not telling my parents I'm out at a bar drinking when I'm, when I'm underage and stuff. You know right. what I mean? So... I guess he had saw my dad and was like, hey, I saw a time when someone looked pretty drunk and we fell asleep on the front steps or whatever. And so my dad calls me up and he's like, hey, uh, Mr. Rose said he saw you over the weekend. How you feeling? You know, like, <laughs> hey, uh, stop drinking. Stop being a dumbass. Yeah, that's what I, I, I puked a lot. Yeah. When I was drinking. I was like, all this, we were, I was puking all the time. I, uh, I gotta say, I, 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 I do drink. Um, I'm actually probably the only one on the couch that still drinks somewhat regularly. I wouldn't say um, I don't. I don't drink regularly. I I will. You know what I've really found the hanger for? They're the Bud Light limes. Only the limes. Like any of those seltzers, the limes I'll drink. Oh, the seltzer ones. Yeah, the seltzer. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'll get behind a hard seltzer. Uh, actually, if you saw the three of us talking about hard seltzers, you wouldn't believe it. But because yeah. we do not look like that demographic at Can you all. Go back to when Tom said he has a hankering. He had a hankering. Yeah. What, what the fuck? You don't know what that means? Who use? No, I know what it means. Who you? You know why I know what it means? Because it's so old that it's just common knowledge. What it means. A lot. It's like knowing. What's wrong? I also say turlet. Uh, oh, that's Jesus. another callback. <laughs> I do love a good callback. Uh, no, Turlet is an old timey thing. That's what people used to say. Old yeah, man. My grandmother said My that. grandfather, <laughs> still, to this, still to this day, I think about my. He passed away three years ago now, right? Three years? Uh, and every Tuesday, I think of him. Because Monday, no problem. Wednesday, Thursday, all the other ones, not a problem. But Tuesday was Tuesday. Mm. There was no Tuesday. AY. I don't know where that comes from. But it's Tuesday. Super. Wednesday, Tuesday. Yeah. It was so weird. Super every annoying. time it's Tuesday, I look, oh, it's Tuesday. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that, old, that old guy got me again. Drives me bananas. But you guys say, like, you say jag and, like, quarter up here, which is very... Quarter? Yeah, quarter. 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 We went from fucking Boston. I do this girl from Boston, and if she was carrying, it was a bag. Ugh. A bag? A bag instead of a bag. And then, but then I was with her, and she ordered a bagel. And I was like, so your mouth can form bag, but you're just using a bag for a handbag and a bagel for a bagel? I was so fucking confused at this point. <laughs> you said she was from Boston? She was from Boston. Yeah. They're a filthy people, man. You should... What the fuck? Wow. Actually, you can say all you want. Because most of our downloads are coming from Manhattan, so I'm down. That's true. There's a good chance that I actually impregnated my wife in Boston. Ugh. So it wasn't me. <laughs> um, Funny. No, I wasn't in Boston. You've seen um, my daughter. She looks a lot like me. Dude, Mason's daughter <laughs> is... Like, if you face-swapped Mason's face onto any baby ever, that's Mason's daughter. Nice. It's 
I actually always used to think all babies look the same. And then I met my daughter, and I was like, what the shit? <laughs> they do not. They just don't look like that baby over there. Uh, I, I mean, I had so many jokes about that baby being mine, and then I saw her and was like, well, that, that just shit the bed. There is zero percent I'm just so happy that she came out with dark hair. Because, as I said earlier, I am one quarter ginch. All right, my family had proud Scottish family. Well, some, most of them. Like, if she came out with a red hair, yeah, I would not have forgiven. I would have lit him the fuck up. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lush and I had a deal. Shout out to Jay Lush. Uh, Lush and I had a deal. Another guy you didn't tell about the podcast. Just saying shout out. Don't to just. Uh, can you text Moo? Is it? I love Lush, but I'm still always gonna say Moo anytime I think of him. It's like he call you Birdcage. Birdcage for uh, seven years. Hey, Tommy and I have been doing a podcast. You should give it a listen. It's Here. called. Yeah, why oh. can't you? Oh, my God. Ooh. No, I told Lush why. <laughs> what? I, I told him. All right, I got to get into it. I got to ask. You are the giant it? piece of shit I've ever met in my life. What? I am the giant piece of shit you've ever met? Patrick, is it you that did the yeah, me neither? Fuck it, me neither. Fuck it, me neither. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. we used to play this game called Fuck It Me Neither. And you would say really fucked up shit that you hadn't really done. Have you heard this? Yeah. Okay. So, like... But, uh, like, uh, like, have you ever... Shit in uh, the ocean. Or, no, no that, <laughs> that doesn't work. No, but, like, have, have you ever been, like, wiping your ass and your finger slips through the toilet paper and it felt really good when it went in your butthole, so you just kind of kept doing it? And everybody in the room would be like, what the fuck? And you, like, very nervously, you're like, oh, fuck it, me neither, man. <laughs> so this, this game was classic. There were a bunch of us that did it, uh, and we all coincidentally also played poker together um, very frequently. Uh, and we're, we're, I'm going to start a round of fuck it, me neither, because it's going to be hilarious. And there's one guy at the table who does not know about this game. I could not have planned for this to go any better. So I'm like, you know how sometimes, like, when you're jacking off, and then, like, you shoot a huge load, and it shoots further than you think, and it lands in your mouth, and you, or, no, I'm like, it lands on your lip, and you're like, well, I mean, it's already come this far, and I'm pretty curious, like, what it tastes like. So you just kind of push it into your mouth, and they're, like, they're holding their breath because they're waiting for me to say fuck it me neither. And this dude goes, yeah, I thought it was just me. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> there's there's, there's oh nothing you can fucking do at that table because everybody else knows about the fucking game. Oh, no. Oh, my God, I felt so bad. Uh, oh, that's a good story. That's one of the classic. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but, yeah, no, I still do the fucking thing. Yeah, fucking me neither, man. That's fucked up. You just yeah, it's got to do with like body parts and bodily fluids and the the, the worst things you can think of. You've done the worst things I can think of. Oh look, Lush is currently asking me about the podcast because I'm telling so. Did many he ask you what it's called because you didn't tell him that? Oh, he's like, how how do I find this? I must I forgot to tell him did, how to find. Tom, did, did he actually ask? Why don't, how do I find why this? Why don't we together, out loud? Explain. Why don't you tell him how to get a motherfucker by yourself? Um, ask. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I just got a text. <laughs> 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 great. 
Checks your watch and everything. No, okay, no, fuck it. We're 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 airing this shit. So, hold on. On Spotify. No, iTunes or Spotify. Spotify or iTunes. Okay, so when I said on Spotify and you said no. Or iTunes. Spotify, what's it called? What do you have to search? It's to all up? the same. Number nine with Tommy. Spell out the, the word number, number nine. Number. Don't spell the out number. Nine. No. Nine. Number with the number nine with W I T H Tommy. T O M M Y. With Tommy. That's it. Tommy Just number spell. nine with Tommy? Yes. So you can't spell. That was what the whole joke was and, last week, right? And to be clear, on iTunes, it is also the number nine with Tommy. No, not the. Just Damn it! Nine. It's just number nine with Tommy. Yeah, yeah. I actually put everything the number nine, um, and went back and changed it because when I uploaded the podcast, it was number nine with Tommy. So I didn't want people to get confused. I'm thinking right, that's where my on. confusion is because when, you, when I first found out about it, it was the number nine podcast. Don't uh, listen to episode one. Yeah. Go right to episode two. Who fucking farted? Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, listen to episode so one. So Patrick's making fun of your spelling the last week. Yeah, I can't spell for shit. And Tommy it brought me thinking of a time I was looking at going into. You know, I like to cook. We had this conversation off air, but I like to cook. I was thinking about going to Lincoln Tech out in uh, Shelton to be for for culinary school. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Lush's response, I put Spotify and then a hyphen, number nine with Tommy. And I put iTunes and a hyphen, number nine with Tommy. This motherfucker, I said, don't listen to episode one, we're deleting it. Tommy did a shit job editing. For real. <laughs> and then his response was, oh, fuck, okay, just to be clear, it's 2020, Lush is 36 or 37 years old. His response was, is Spotify an app? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, no. Is that like one of those face place things? Jesus. Who can play this game, Lush? Um, so yeah, I was looking at going to Lincoln Tech. And I was dating a girl, and I was living with her family. Her and her family. Uh, I was in between houses. And um, we get back from I'm going and basically if you have a pulse and a bank account you can get into Lincoln Tech I didn't know that and Patrick's pants so you uh, go up there and they make you take an entrance exam and then they give and you this, this spiel and we got back to a uh, a note on the counter and it was from her mom it was real nice and real sweet and it said uh, she must have put it before we left but I didn't see it then it was you know Hope everything goes well. Good luck with Lincoln Tech. Spell L-I-N-K-I-N. Lincoln. And I was like, he was a president. And you don't know how to spell Lincoln. Like, <laughs> it's spelled the exact same way. The O and the L and the N and all that. And you can't spell Well, maybe Lincoln. she was thinking it was LinkedIn. No. I'm just trying to throw her a bone. No, no bones. You wouldn't throw That's her a bone. Some, Patrick wouldn't even throw her a bone. Wouldn't be the first time <laughs> I threw a dog a bone. <coughs> Could throw a honey bone a bone. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. All right. She was so gross. Mason, I want to thank you for stopping by today. Thanks for having me. It was a blast. Uh, we will do this again, I'm sure. We're going to start doing more uh, video clips from the basement here. The 
basement. That sounds so Oof. much different than it's intended to. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. That's fucked up. So I forgot to tell this chick that I was talking to at the fish market. Uh, it's not a good place to pick up chicks, first off, because... No, 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 we call the fish, we call dating apps the fish market. Okay, okay. I thought you would have been a little fish market. That's funny, because that's the <laughs> first time I didn't follow that up with dating apps, oh. because I assumed you knew what I meant. I didn't, and I was uh, like, well, you, if you, it's you, a summer, sometimes you'll catch a whip, but if you're a fish market, it just gets buried. <laughs> uh, no, like you're shopping, uh, you're shopping for strangers, man, the fish market. Um, no, but so we're talking married so long. and the, the conversation is just about to change to text message. Like we're almost done talking at the market. We're moving to the next level. I do not know this though. I have not like asked her for her number. <coughs> she sends me her number before her number reaches me. I have already sent her a text that says, uh, something about my horror movie or my yeah, my, my horror room. So, now I have her phone, and she's just given me her phone number, and I said something like, we should watch a movie in the horror room in my basement. And so, she Jesus immediately... Christ. Uh, she Yeah, she immediately starts bombing me in inside the app, and is like, what are you talking about? And, like, I realized, like, I have forgotten to preface this with, like, by the way, I've designed a room in my house with a bunch of horror movie memorabilia. Um, but I'm texting her, like, regular phone, and she's not even, like, she's not letting that happen. She's staying in the app because she's all freaked out. So that's basically what you made me think of when you said, Ooh. we'll fill more more stuff down in the basement. Jesus. It didn't work out. Bob the Butcher Bartolo oh. between us. I didn't even know. Oh, it worked out. You know the girl. Oh. She lives in close proximity to you. Gotcha. Yeah, it worked out. Oh. I, I, think, no I, I think I heard this story. It's an off-air story, and I love it. Somewhat it worked out. Is that a story? Oh, I my it works out fine. All right, me. so I got a text from the lady about the shirts. By the way, just so you know, nice. I'm gonna uh, wrap up the podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, remember, like us on Facebook, Number Nine Podcast with Tommy, uh, or Number Nine with Tommy Podcast. Uh, like, uh, give us a follow on Twitter at Number Nine Pod. Uh, you can send us emails the Number Nine Podcast at gmail.com. We now have a website that I uh, launched the other day. It's dope as fuck. Number nine podcast with Tommy. I upload um, all the YouTube. Number nine podcast with Tommy dot com. Oh, number nine podcast dot com. Um, sorry, brand new. Um, you can go on there. You can watch the videos that I upload to YouTube on there. I've been we, uploading all the we, episodes man. to YouTube uh, with just the clip art from the album. Uh, I noticed that for some we, reason the clip art from that I put for the episodes isn't, it's not wait. Uh, the clip art that we've been using for the episodes isn't coming through on iTunes for some reason. I'm not sure why. We're not. Uh, I'm going to look into that. We're going to look into that. Yeah, sure. Um, but again, we want to thank everybody for listening this week. We did not do, um, a music intro. Uh, but if you know anybody, a a local artist that you guys want to have on the show, uh, let us know, send us the music, and we'll uh, try and put them in. Yeah, I thought it would be easy to find local artists to feature every week. Um, part of the problem is there's not a lot of very decent local music. Um, and part of the problem is that it's, you know, it, they're, we're like, we're doing two shows a week, so it's tough to, I mean, that's two, two people who are not discovered and who I happen to know. Which yeah. there's not that many people that I know that make. Music. Um, we might start doing some of the artists we already done, um, 
and just do different songs for them because uh, I liked a couple of them. Um, so, again, any uh, questions, comments, please send them in. If you can, review us on uh, on iTunes. Uh, we, we got our first five-star review the other day from somebody that I didn't know who it was, so it felt pretty good. Um, anyway, thanks, thanks for listening. We'll see you on Monday.